0: Guys, the best show's back another Tuesday night, or whenever you're listening to this. Some of you were saying, ah, the best show's back another Thursday afternoon. That's the beauty of uh, the internet. The best show fits your listening schedule. You could be listening to this 400 years from now. As people piece together the history of modern entertainment, where did it begin? Who did the first podcast? As the mighty statues stand in the village square of Jesse Thorpe, of Ricky Gervais, of Jimmy Parton. They're Never Funny, the Never Funny Show. The mighty Titans of Podcasting, but one statue hovers above them all, and it's a statue of who? Why it's AP Mike, because he misrepresented history much like Bob Zamuda did for Andy Kaufman after I pass. AP Mike will rewrite history. With his book, Diary of a Puppet Master. How I Did Everything on the Best Show. By AP Mike. Don't do that, Mike. Tell the story. That's all I ask, Mike. Just tell the story true. Don't change the facts after I croak. I don't know why. If my ghost sees a book called Diary of a Puppet Master, I'm telling you, I'm not going to be happy. We have an exciting show planned for you tonight. The topic is Who is the luckiest person alive? Give it some thought. Weigh it over. Run it past your family. When the household votes, someone picks the phone up and calls 201-332-3484 to speak their household all kinds of stuff tonight gonna be a lot of fun one thing I do want you to know my friends tonight's episode of the best show is brought to you brought to you by Squarespace Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website blog or online store for you and your ideas Squarespace features an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer service support. Try Squarespace over at Squarespace.com and enter offer code BESTSHOW at checkout to get 10% off. That's offer code BESTSHOW over at Squarespace.com and receive 10% off. Squarespace, build it. Beautiful. And now, the best show, a shall begin. The show is back. We are here. 3 hours of mirth, music and mayhem. My name is Tom Sharpling, I'm the host of the program. Out in the uh out on the the uh, the the what we would call that the flight deck out there. I don't know. What do we call? and the control room. I'm in the cockpit here. Out in, uh, uh, what is that called in Rocket Talk, Mike? You know what I mean? Mission Control, is that what you guys are? Like the, the air traffic, the control tower. Out in the control tower, we got AP Mike holding it down. How are you tonight, Mike? It's good. How's this sound? Clear? Clear, good. Oh boy. This guy's half asleep out there. He's trying to mix it up a little bit. Comes in, first thing he comes in with this pad, what I want from the store. And then he tells everybody here, everybody, put what you want on here. Tom will get it. Don't worry. We'll get, uh, get, get planted. The Coors Light will flow like water. It'll flow like water. It'll be like uh, uh, like uh, 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 a chocolate Wonderfall, but with Coors Light coming out of it. As if we were at Golden Corral. How germy is that thing? At Golden. Can you imagine? Wet, liquid chocolate at a buffet with every deranged animal paying eight dollars to eat as much as they want and touch whatever they choose to touch and there's like a what's that i've never been to one yeah, i'm saying that commercial i mean, i almost uh, uh, barfed all over the place picturing this uh Looks like a, uh, looks like a, like a, a thing like in, uh, uh like a mold clay or something. With chocolate. I thought it was a ghost. I thought, uh, Patrick Swayze would have his hands all over it. Yeah. Wet chocolate. Kids sticking their hands in it. Mmm. At least I can dip some uh, some some uh, uh, marshmallows in it. Thumbs down, Golden Corral. Wait, they're a sponsor? I I uh, take all of this back. If you are hungry and looking for a great meal, boy, Golden Corral's the the place to be. What did we hear music-wise? Oh, my goodness. We just heard Octagrape from their album, Red UFO. We heard Real Light. What a great, what a great record. It's on the Thing, Thing, Thing label, which is through Sounds Familiar Records, which is our friend's over in the Danielson family and the Danielson uh, 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 Danielson and Danielson family the best they're the best Octagrape can't go wrong with any of that Danielson stuff I think you go to Danielson.info you can see all their uh, records for sale before that we heard Mac McCann from his solo album Non believers on the Merge record label Song called "Box Batteries." It's good stuff, guys. Back, he's back. Mac is back. And starting us off, the flashlights from their album "Free Yourself." We heard the title track, "Free Yourself," on the One Two XU label. Always great. Love the fleshlights. And the phone number, 201-3323-484. That is the number if you want to get in on the action tonight on The Best Show. we got a great uh, show for you. The topic on the table. Who is the luckiest person alive? Now look, I see one of these, uh, the second you say something like that, two people come up over and over. Ringo Starr and George W. Bush. You see, as soon as I announced it, somebody put a picture of Ringo Starr up. And I always felt, uh, I was one of those people who was like, look, this guy, he's, look, maybe not the world's best drummer, but he, uh. He, he he holds his own with the thing and he earns his keep with it. But man, I have done a full-on reversal with that. Ringo Starr, way up at the top of the list. Way up. Completely average drummer. The luck factor compared to his ability off the charts. And then when he released that video a few years ago, moaning about having to sign stuff for fans. Remember that? You remember that, Mike? A few years ago, Ringo Starr put a video on YouTube and he told the world basically, he told the world this. Let's listen to this in great. This is a serious
1: message to everybody watching my update right now. Peace and love, peace and love. I want to tell you, please, after the 20th of October, do not send fan mail to any address that you have. Nothing will be signed after the 20th of October. If that has a date on the envelope, it's going to be tossed. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. So no more fan mail. Thank you, thank you. And no objects to be signed. Nothing. Uh, Anyway, peace and love, peace and love.
0: The way he says peace and love, you know what he's saying? Bleep you, he's saying. He's saying bleep off. He says it over and over. Peace and love, peace and love. So... So, well, first of all, what's this guy got to do? What's he, what's he doing? What are they, uh, is he doing, uh, a commentary track for, uh, for Caveman? For Caveman Blu-ray? We got Caveman coming on Blu-ray. I got to do an audio commentary. Peace and love. For Caveman. Yeah. And those albums, like, oh, is he recording a new album? You know, these dud out. Al- Can you imagine these albums? Can you imagine hearing what the ninth track on a Ringo Starr album must sound like? Can you imagine listening to his album, Postcards from Paradise, which came out this year? Track nine, Touch and Go. And he wrote, he wrote... He slaps his name on all these songs. uh no, no. Uh, touch and go. no, no, Every song is like a nursery rhyme. Who's he writing songs with? Oh, look at this. It's like, a uh, uh, uh... Greg Bissonette. Is that the bass player from David Lee Roth's band? He gets a writing... Steve Lukather from Toto. Joe Walsh. Richard Marks. I want to write a song. Joe, should we write a song? Bridges.
2: Yeah, I'll write a song. <laughs>
0: I do a write a song, Bridges. Peace and love. Let's write it. We'll call it Peace and Love. What's this guy? This guy should be sitting at a desk from 6 a.m. to midnight signing stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Universe Ringo Starr. Am I wrong, Mike? Nah, he's an ingrate. So mad. I don't want any more stuff. Peace and love. Do not after October twenty. I would love, right now, what I would love to do is send him two tons of stuff to every address we can track down for him. Just stuff for him to sign. Did you not see my message? This is all getting tossed. You'd go broke tossing the stuff. Like you just make him spend tens of thousands of dollars to actually just toss the stuff. It will all get tossed. He's got to keep filling dumpsters with the stuff. Every day. Why do they keep sending me stuff? Stuff. Why do they keep sending me stuff? Peace and love. He wakes up. Beep. 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 Boop. Giant mail truck dumps. All this stuff in his driveway. Peace and love. What is all this? Yeah, people want you to sign it, Ringo. Didn't they see my YouTube message? I'm not signing anything. Peace and love. Like you picture him hitting his thumb with a hammer.
1: Oh, peace and love.
0: Wouldn't mean great. He should, he will top the, he will be, he will be at the, we're not ranking these people. But you do not have to call with Ringo Starr because he's up there. Peace and love. A bum. He's a bum. Mountains, mountains of stuff. Why are they sending it? Peace and love. My friends, you know me, I got a million and one ideas, but you know, uh, one thing I, my whole life, when it comes to getting stuff up on the web, I have no idea what I'm doing. I got to, I got to beg people to help me or uh, pay people to help me. It takes time. It takes uh, money. I usually end up crying. And they end up mad at me because I have no idea how to build a website. Because it's hard to build a website. But you know what? Thank goodness for Squarespace. Thank goodness for Squarespace. Whether you're trying to build a business site, a portfolio, or whatever else, you need a website. And Squarespace makes it easy to build a beautiful ...website without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website templates for you to work with. Not only that, but those templates are part of Squarespace's responsive design, which means your website scales to look great on any device. Every website also comes with a free online store if you need it. But if you're just looking to do something simple but powerful... Their cover page feature also allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in a matter of minutes. You cannot beat the ease and simplicity of Squarespace. They give you 24-7 online support and a beautiful website for only $8 a month. You can even get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. So what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website today. How do you do this? You go to Squarespace.com. Use the offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the best show. Again, Squarespace.com. Be sure to use offer code BESTSHOW to get 10% off your first purchase. And we thank Squarespace for their support of the best show. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Can you turn the air up, please? I'm super sweaty. Wah. Peace and love. Imagine him in a horror movie they being chased by uh, Jason. Right? They're hiding. Peace and love. Ringo, can you stop saying peace and love? He can hear us. Peace and love, we got to hide. Let me talk to Jason. Peace and love, Jason. And he looks and Jason holding uh whats he have a a, a a scimitar is that what Jason Voorhees has a scimitar I will not sign that scimitar this is after October 14th Jason Voorhees I will not sign that scimitar I'm going to we're going to toss it Peace and love. Thumbs down, Ringo, and he's got these Skechers commercials now. Uh, 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 Roxy uh, Lang sent me one of these, and it's Ringo drumming, and then some kids got also drumming, and he's wearing Skechers. I couldn't, I could. It's one of those things. Where it's like, it's super simple, but you almost still can't follow it because it's so stupid. Skechers. Yeah, I think I'm going to buy Skechers. That 78-year-old looks so cool in them that I got to get a pair of those on my feet. All right, enough with the Ringo bashing. Even I'm sick of it. I will say this though, and this might be uh, tasteless. I don't know. I would hazard a guess. Look, and I'm not. I'm not wishing anything on anyone. God forbid. I wish not. I hope everybody lives to be 500 years old. You know, when John Lennon uh, died in 1980. If Ringo Star, if that was Ringo Star, there's no way the Beatles don't get back together in like by 85 they're back together. Doing shows. John, Paul, George. And Herb. And they do their tribute to Ringo quick Ringo medley of his children's songs which eventually gets cut from the set as time goes on what if we just put a picture of Ringo up after a point these songs he does are terrible (laughs) somebody's afraid to bring it up hey uh I don't know why one of the Beatles is saying like, hey, uh, like which Beatle was that? I'm saying even the drummer, even the guy who's the drummer in the new Beatles would have a, would vote to eliminate the Ringo tribute. They'd have a, a thing with uh, where I would be like, what if we just play before the show, we play like some footage of Ringo. Like show him uh, walking along the water, getting hit by a rock in the hard days. Is you that know what happened the hard days and then a kid throws a rock at him or something? I don't even remember. We'll do that. We'll play Octopus's Garden, Yellow Submarine, any of his other lousy songs. No way they don't get back together. No way. It happens. And imagine... First of all, imagine how bad the Beatles in 85 would look with like... with all those looks. Like you got the George Harrison Cloud Nine look where everybody's wearing uh, shirts. Like those like... uh, Suddenly everybody's wearing... You got Paul McCartney doing his uh, press-to-play look. Got uh, George Harrison in his... All those blousey shirts that those guys wore. Like the Miami Vice look. Beatles are on stage, full Miami Vice gear. And then the video screen just plays. We love you, Ringo. Everybody cheers. Then they just do more good Beatles songs. peace and love peace and love (laughs) yeah they'd be decked out what if Don Henley replaced uh, Ringo because around that time there was no Eagles 85 Don Henley could have slid right in there right picture him doing uh, let him sing uh, Octopus's Garden
3: we got we got Don
0: Henley oh I could keep doing that but I'm gonna stop Best show! You're on the air. Hi, what's up? Not a whole lot. Well, who's this?
2: Hey, uh, yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a singer. Uh, my name is uh, Robert Kirby. I'm a I'm an older guy, but uh, I go by the name of Avalanche Bob Thirty Three. I have created a whole new music around snowboarding. I have updated the yodel to the year twenty first century, and it's completely different from anything out there today. And I played uh, Kid Chris on W, w- B- e- N Radio in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. He's playing my music on the air. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Jamaica Queens. Okay. And what's your name again? Uh, my name is Robert Creed, but I go by the name of Avalanche uh, Bob 33. And I'm getting a new band together now. We're going to call it the Avalanche and the Mogul uh, Avalanche Bob and the Snowboard Moguls and we hope to get in a club in New York. I've already talking to a guy, mm-hmm. and uh, it's pretty exciting. And uh, uh, I just thought I'd give you a call and see, you know, if you could help me in
0: you know. Avalanche Bob 33. Correct. Right. And your music is what? And that's my is website, too. Your music AvalancheBob33.com. AvalancheBob33.com. That's the website yeah man yeah the first music i got in
2: there is not the best because i don't have a lot of money but the music i I, mean, I hope to get in the future is really going to be uh, sensational because uh, i'm not liking i do something called yodel and
0: punk i call i updated the yodel and how would you describe your your like what who who what who does it sound like
2: it's a whole i'm not nobody i don't sound like, like yodel says i don't sound like nobody
0: Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Office Hours Live. who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Okay, so it doesn't sound it doesn't sound like anybody else in the in the biz. anybody in anybody anywhere. No, you want to hear a little bit of Yodeling Punk? I would love
2: to hear some. That's what Park. And then there. I thought I'm to, sound, want to sound Lord's songs go that like that like Punkin' the snow, punkin' the snow. Everywhere you go, they're punk in the snow. Rolling the door around a shotgun roll, everywhere you go, they're punk in the snow. People in Chicago, duck the daisy, bop, duck the daily bop. People in Chicago, are you ready up in the day, bop, duck the day? People in Boston, are you ready up in the baby bop, bop? People in New York City, are you ready up in the daily bop, bop the lady, bop. Like I did the bunker, like I did the bunker, bumper, yeah, the snow. That's one of my snowboard songs. Are you a snowboarder, Bob? No, I just love this. Uh, I got this idea. Uh, originally, I wrote the music around skiing. Then the snowboarding came along. I created the whole new music around snowboarding. Uh, uh, it's completely different from anything out there today. And somebody told me this could be the biggest thing since the surfing uh, music of the 70s or uh, 60s. And okay. I've got, you know, pretty good things on yeah. know. And like where where have you played, Bob? Like what what kind of? Where have I played? Uh, I'll tell you, it's a long story. Uh, for a long time, I had to give my music. My sister was sick. I had to take care of her. And uh, I played in different clubs and stuff. I played uh, in New York and uh, different places. Um, I I just did a show a couple weeks ago in um, uh, Room Fifty Three, where I hoped to get this music in with my band and a couple of other bands doing snowboard music. And uh, it looks pretty exciting. And uh, the guy really likes me there, and uh, he thought I was terrific. What I did, um, my manager passed away. His name was Joe Franklin, and uh, Joe uh, got me on Jimmy Kimmel Show years back. And I was supposed to go back with Sean White, the snowboarder, but uh, it never happened because the guy that the show got me on, and um, not the Joe uh, Franklin. you, You know, you heard of Joe Franklin, the talk show host. Yeah, that's the guy. who's was 100000 behind my music, yeah. He was your manager? Yeah, he acted like a manager for me, yeah. And he okay. was to, The thing is, before he passed away, I was supposed to sign a major contract, and then he passed away, and uh, I never got to go with the the people I was supposed to go with. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, yeah. I would love to hear more of your music, uh, Avalanche, Great. Bob. <laughs> yeah. Want to hear some more? Well, I mean, I don't know, uh, do you have, do you have like full band versions of these things, or are they just uh, you? no, uh, got, I
2: got a new band together now, we're gonna start playing, uh, start rehearsing next week. But the music i got now is on the AvalancheBob33.com. My Christmas song is on there, Jingle Bell Yodel, mm-hmm. which WCBS FM played, uh, um, a, a couple of years back, and, uh, I have my, uh, other, other snowboard music on there, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now when, when CBS-FM played it, was it like a part of like, was it like a part of the news or like the music? At that time they were very open. They were playing everything. Bill Lee,
2: uh, um, Broadway Bill Lee played my, played my music, uh, played, played my song. They loved it. He loved the song and, uh, I got a lot of reaction. I, I, I went back to America as talent. I got on the show and they ran out of time. So I mean, that's the story.
0: <laughs> I've got a lot of been close for a lot of times, and a lot of things have gone wrong. You know? Well, look! You, all you can do, Bob, is to just you hang in there. You do it, and you love the music, right? You love making the right, music, right? Right. So you do it for the love yeah. of the music. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, look, I, I, when you get when you get some some recordings down, and, and you yeah. and you got something for me to play, uh, drop me a line. And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll check it out.
2: Okay, uh, if you want to check out my website and give me a call, you know, uh, 718. Uh, okay, don't give your number. No, don't give your number no, over I the show. Don't, that. don't give your no, number over know. the air. Don't uh, give your but number. If you want to contact me, it's avalanchebob com, and that, uh, and that's my, uh, that's my website, AvalancheBob33.com. Or on my uh, my website is uh Robert.cribby at yahoo.com. Okay.
0: So people can check you out, but they go to avalanchebob33.com. Uh, yeah, yeah, that
2: that's where you find my music and then um, my my uh my I, I, email address is Robert.cribby at yahoo dot com.
0: Okay. People can check it out and Bob I, I uh I, I look forward to hearing some of your stuff. Great. Okay, thanks a lot, man. You have a great night. You too, man. Keep rocking. You too. Okay. The best show. Signing off for tonight. We are uh, signing off forever, actually. The purpose of the show has been achieved, and there is no further anything to try to accomplish at any point on Earth. So, I'm going to drive my car into the Hudson. Uh. Avalanche Bob. Best show, you're on the air. Hey Tom, this is Goodrich from Chicago. Who's that now? Uh, Goodrich from Chicago. Goodrich. From Chicago, what's up, Goodrich? How are you going to yeah. follow that call?
4: Uh, I couldn't hear what was going on, so I'm
0: not sure. Well, you just do your thing, my friend. Just do your thing.
4: Okay, well, I, I was calling because uh, I had an, a run-in with Merle Allen on the internet. Okay. Uh, from the Murder Junkies.
0: Oh, I uh, I know. Merle Allen, brother of Gigi Allen. Absolutely. How did you... What, so what I, did you do? You This is probably your fault, right? If you're honest, sure.
4: I, I guess, sort of. Not really. What
0: were you doing? Uh, Teasing him? No,
4: I didn't even know he was uh, internet able man.
0: Uh, he found me, kind of. Look, if Avalanche Bob is on the internet, uh, you got to figure everyone is. That's true.
4: Uh, no, I wrote. I wrote this uh, sort of. You know, the Smoking Gun website it has like a roadie, like sorry, the like, tour writer. You know, they get published. Sure. like uh you know Van Halen's tour writer from 84 or whatever. Oh yes, yes,
0: I got gotcha. you. Yeah.
4: So, I thought I write comedy for for websites and I thought it would be funny to parody that like a GG G. Allen tour writer. Uh that was very much made up, obviously. Mhm. So, I posted it and I didn't think a lot of it, you know, people liked it. And then I checked back a couple of days later and Merle Allen had found it. Mhm. And shared it with his... He's on Facebook, and he shared it with the greater G.G. Allen fan community, and they were very mad at me.
0: Okay. Because
4: apparently I put the wrong uh, drummer uh, with the time frame that I claimed it was on. Apparently, P.P. Duvall wasn't a part of G.G. G. Allen's band until after he uh, passed on.
0: Okay. So you, you, you got the lineup wrong.
4: Uh yeah, I guess so. So Merle in all caps told uh said that I was an idiot, that that was never true, that they were the punkest band ever and they would never have a writer and uh I was a liar.
0: Well, he's not Which wrong. You were lying. T- technically true, but it was
4: very obviously a joke. And uh everyone was very mad. I didn't respect a man who throws who threw poo uh, on stage. So
0: Hey. That's <laughs> true it's what he did. Merle didn't. No, Merle didn't,
4: but they were mad about Gigi. I was disrespecting him.
0: Look, you went online. I'm with Merle on this one. Yeah. I'm with Merle on this one. Uh, What's your name again? Gilgamesh? What's your name? (laughs) Close. It's Goodrich. Goodrich. Okay, Goodrich. Gail Goodrich? Are you related to Gail Goodrich? Uh, I am not. Goodrich is actually my first name. Okay. Do you know who Gail Goodrich is? I do because uh, people ask me that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I don't know Gail Goodrich. What did What did that dude say in that time in that debate? I can't even remember. Remember when that guy was debating uh, that? Remember that one guy who that one guy who looked like uh, a ventriloquist dummy who was vice president? What was his name again? Remember that guy. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he. I mean, he really looked like he looked like Rudy from that Funhouse uh, pinball machine. What was his name again? Remember? Is it Dan Quayle? Dan Quayle. Yes, I thought it was like Rudy from Fun. Like, there's no way they didn't mo- either. Either they modeled Rudy from Funhouse on Dan Quayle, or Dan Quayle was modeled after Rudy from Funhouse. I'm not sure which one came first, the Funhouse pinball machine or Dan Quayle's inception um but he uh yeah and remember there was that that old man who uh who was uh uh debating him and he was just like i saw jfk and you my friend are nothing like like you're not fit to wear to like what did he say to carry his jock or something like that did
4: something like wear his trousers i don't
0: know what did he, did he say carry his jock mike in the debate, was he just like, You, sir, are not fit to carry JFK's jock? Man, can't remember what that dude's name was. But he was just like, I knew John F. Kennedy, and you, sir, are not fit to carry his jock. That's when politics were good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, my friend. Take the hit. Apologize to G to Merle and to, okay. uh, what was his name, Pino Palandrino? Who, who did you insult? P.P. <laughs> uh, P. Duvall. P.P. P. Duvall. This is what I would say. You write an open letter <laughs> to the G.G. G. Allen fanhood community and you apologize. You say, I was being... Uh, uh parodic i was looking to uh, uh do something fun and and i failed miserably i apologize for misrepresenting the lineup of the murder junkies um uh, please if you can find it in your hearts to forgive me i beg of you okay okay i will best show you're on the air uh hello oh uh, yes hi
5: Um, Hi, Tom. This is Martin from Queens.
0: Martin from Queens. What's up, Martin?
5: Uh, I just... I had a... Sorry, I'm nervous. I had one for the topic that comes with a celebrity encounter. Okay. Uh, Which is that at my work, I had to film Brad Garrett, and uh, he... He, like, he roasted me the entire time. <laughs> I never met him before. And what's your but, name again? Uh, uh, Martin.
6: Hey there, Martin.
5: Hey.
6: Hey, Martin. <laughs> yes? Yeah. You think you're smart. This guy's a total idiot. He's on the set. You think you're smart. He's totally <laughs> stupid. Right? Yeah. Hey there, Raymond.
3: Yeah.
0: That guy. Uh, yeah. You know how tall he yeah. is? He's 8'8". Eight, eight.
6: Brad
2: Garrett.
6: He's huge. Yeah. Uh, I don't uh, know what the problem is. I don't know why this guy's not doing what I tell him. He's a total moron. I'm gonna go sit down in my oversized chair, and hopefully he can get everything fixed so we can go forward and film.
0: What did he say to you? What? How did he roast you?
5: Uh, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say everything because I could go on. For a long time, but...
0: And this is allegedly also... I don't know if you got some axe to grind with Brad Garrett. Maybe you sent him some stuff to sign, and he didn't sign it. He tossed it. Maybe he tossed it. Did he do uh, an online uh, announcement a la Ringo Starr? No, not, not that Garrett. I'm aware of.
1: My name is Brad Garrett. This is a very important message. After an email postmarked
6: October 20th, it's going to get tossed. I won't sign anything. Peace and love.
5: Uh, Yeah, the first thing he said, I don't think it was malicious. It was literally like, if you looked at the video and you watched it back, half of it would just be him talking to someone off camera, because he just started calling me Marty. But the first thing he said, he shook my hand and then Mm -hmm. asked what the matter was, and if the rabbi took a swipe at my face, which I, I thought guess. was a little <laughs> mean-spirited because I, <laughs> I got facial scars, but I just had... you
0: do? Yeah. That's like, terrible, then. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I wasn't laughing at... I was laughing because no, it was no, a no. zinger, but he's actually making fun of scars on your face?
5: Well, I don't know. I, I didn't think about that until I told my friend, and he was like, he's a jerk, he was... That's not and cool, I was like Allegedly. And then, then he just kept doing all this stuff that I don't really care about. Like, he made a dirty joke, and I didn't well, Let me tell you laugh. something
0: here, Raymond. <laughs> What's your, did he call you Raymond?
5: Uh, he did a Ray Romano impression, and I started laughing, and then he said, You like that one, Marty?
6: You yeah, like uh, that one, Marty. Let me tell you something,
0: Raymond. That show, that show, it's a hate. That is a hate-filled show. It's people screeching and screaming at each other. That show is like, that show is like the end of of America, when you see just like family members betraying family members, just, and they just screeching at each other. Like it's like it's like a cage of uh of of, of like zoo animals,
3: <laughs>
0: yelling yeah. about this and that, and you didn't eat the casserole, and you did this, and you didn't invite me over to make, to, 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 to hide the Easter eggs and all the stuff. It's like. Oh,
5: he. One of the things I remember, because this is when I realized he told me to open my yapper and then asked if English was my first language.
6: did open the yapper. What's <laughs> <laughs> yapper, buddy.
5: When I did, because uh, he, you know, he 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 asked if he could see my comic book collection and then asked if I had Green Lantern, and I didn't know what to say because I was after he told me to open my mouth, so I just said. No, I don't have that one, and then he pretended to fall asleep.
0: You mean he was saying it as if you were like a nerd?
5: Yeah, yeah, he was calling me a nerd because I was yeah. wearing like a striped shirt. Wait, what, what
0: is this? Did I did I miss when this guy, uh, did I did I miss this guy becoming Fonzie somewhere? Did I miss how he's cool all of a sudden? To,
5: to his credit, he did make a bunch of jokes about how the book that he was trying to promote is a failed attempt to revive Yeah, but trust figure.
0: me, he you got, you got paid six figures to do it. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't care. Think bombs. The only people who should be offended by that are the people who bought it in trees. Right? Yeah. Trees.
3: <laughs> trees.
0: Right? Just think of it. Think of all the trees that died so that they could... Think of a mighty tree growing, and then it, it gets cut down so that it can get turned into a Brad Garrett book. <laughs> Think of that—a tree, the most beautiful thing on the planet—and then the next thing you turn around and it's it's sitting uh, out, outside of a Barnes and Noble for five dollars, uh, where outside the Barnes and Noble where they put it, so they don't care if you steal it outside there. They'd rather they put that stuff out there so you don't steal the good stuff inside. <laughs> they try to get the get the criminals to get their jollies by boosting stuff off the cart outside the place. Yeah. is oh, uh, my book. My book. It's five dollars. <laughs> All right, my friend. All right. Thank I'm sorry, you. Marty.
5: Oh, it's no problem. I don't want to come off as mopey. I just I, at first I thought it was funny, and then no, I like you. I, I talk- like you.
0: I like you, Marty. I like you. Oh, thank you. Have a great evening. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, this is Eric in Philly. Eric in Philly. What part of Philly are you in, Eric? Uh, University City. What's that?
7: Uh, The
0: campus area
7: with U Penn and Drexel University in West Philly.
0: Is that when I was walking around Philly once and ended up in a museum there? Was that... Most likely. And it was one of the worst museums I've ever been to in my life. It was like, it was like armor. It was like looking at suits of armor or something.
7: That sounds fairly accurate, and that sounds like something my school has probably done at some point. So,
0: yes. So, what can I do for you, young man? Uh, I have one for the topic. Yeah, the topic being who's the luckiest person alive? And the hashtag over at. Twitter is luckiest person alive. What do you got, buddy? Uh, I
7: think this is a solid one, but I'm not sure if it'll be the best. Uh, Seth MacFarlane.
0: Yeah, that guy is pretty. Uh, well, look, he's, I'm going to say this. He look, he's clearly talented. Oh, I, I, I was Just, talking to somebody about this today. He's mm-hmm. definitely a, a decent gag writer. He can draw. he can draw pictures, right? Yeah. He can do four voices. Yeah. Twenty times. Dog voice. Guy voice, right? Like a uh, newscaster voice. Yep. Like, I, I look, like, I, I. He's not for me. I don't think he's he's uh, he comes anywhere near on this because that dumb show makes a lot of people happy.
7: Well, I think it's not necessarily that show. It's just the fact that he keeps getting opportunities to Mm -hmm. make shows, and he's only really had one, maybe one and a half, depending on who you talk
0: to. I watched. uh, uh, I watched his movie. I watched his movie on on uh, on, uh, uh, the TV the other day. Uh, A million uh, ways to die in the West. Did you see that? I didn't, but I've been sort of enthralled by him too because I've noticed that.
7: All his live action projects and the posters for them use the exact same font.
0: Yeah, he looks uncomfortable. Like, he looks he looks very yeah. un- he just to me, I don't want to see that guy on camera. He looks so uncomfortable and you see him just thinking about being on camera. you know what I mean? Yeah like he looks like he looks like a, a like a purple rosa Cairo guy climbed out of a, a old-timey black and white movie into the real world. Like he's like in black and white that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, he he seems like the dude who gets
7: who's just like he's the equivalent of the YouTube like the comment that you see frequently show up in YouTube videos that say like why wasn't music back like this today. Well, he's like, got his he's album like,
0: where he does his uh he does like his Sinatra. He loves standards. He loves yeah. singing those standards. But it's not, and it's not even like, oh yeah, fuck you for liking. Hey, well, I apologize. I apologize. Goodbye, you creep. You creep. Now nah, that guy made me pro Seth MacFarlane. What, what a d- d- dimwit! What a dimwit! Guy can't control his mouth. What is what do we do with these people? We run a clean ship here. Guy got worked up. Worked up, you doofus, you dunce. Does not the people of Philly take a, take it on the chin tonight? That's that's your that's what's representing you. That Claude. I will say this about Seth MacFarlane: yes, he looks like he climbed out of a uh, out of like Purple Rose of Cairo, walked out of a silent movie. He, uh, he's very, uh, he's into being on camera. And, uh, but that movie, A Million Ways to Down in the West, oh boy, that is, that is a comeuppance. Ooh, that's a leveler. You being that thing. That levels you out, man. That's a, that's a, that's a rude awakening. Bring you right back down to earth. And he, uh, And he's got this Ted, Ted, which people know it's this, I'm sure that it's a toilet mouth uh, uh, stuffed animal, uh, bear, named Ted. And he runs around cursing with uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. And they got Ted 2 coming out. Which uh, is going to be a big summer blockbuster. Uh, and there's a thing in the trailer where it's got a uh, uh, Tom Brady. Where if you know this guy Tom Brady, he's the guy he got caught. Uh, he's like a football. What is he like? A gambler? Is that what he is? What is he? Is, a, is he a bookie? Tom Brady. I know he's got some association with football. Is he like Jimmy the Greek or something? Some sort of gambler? I think he's a, like a game fixer or something. I'm not exactly sure who he is. He. Uh, so he's in that thing. And I've heard that's why he got suspended actually by the NFL was because he's in Ted too. They actually tacked two games onto the suspension. He's going to get suspended for two games. And they said they tacked two more on because, uh, Roger Goodell, uh, got a, got a sneak peek at Ted Two. Oh, can you imagine Roger Goodell? That guy. He looks like, he looks. you know he looks like? He looks like that, like, that training dummy that they, like, that, like, you can, like, learn karate. It's, like, flesh-colored. It's, like, the upper half of a guy is what he looks like. That's what Roger Goodell looks like. I, I love when he did that one press conference talking all about the NFL falling apart, and then he was, like, and he, like, he talked for, like, five minutes, and then he was just, like. He thought he, he skated, like he thought he was like done, and then like but then reporters started asking him questions, and then he was like he 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 all but went hamana hamina ha humm. like he that's like he should have just done that, and it would have been quicker if he would have just went
3: ha hi
0: or if he would like who would have been like ew, ew, and like. Like escort like walked out of out of the room backwards he uh yeah somebody just said on the friends of Tom chat that Roger Goodell is maybe the luckiest person alive that's that's a good one that guy is way up there luckiest person like this this guy it's not like he what does it take to be commissioner of football like what what does that take? Yeah, let's make sure the uh, let's make sure these games are on Sundays. Like, what what do you have to do? All right, here's the plan for this upcoming NFL season. We're gonna have games on Sundays. Uh, there's gonna be a game at like one o'clock, and then there'll be a four there'll be four o'clock games also, and then there's gonna be a late night game. And let's make sure we got a game on Monday, on Monday night. Thanks, Commissioner Goodell. You really, thanks for taking the reins on another season. That guy, he really looks like one of those training dummies—the flesh-colored ones that you just learn how to like do uh, karate kicks against. Roger Goodell. Yeah, who's the commissioner of this show? Mike, the uh, Wes said that. Who's the Friends of Tom commissioner? We got to put a commissioner on ch- in charge of this show. I'll tell you this, AP Mike's doing a stellar job tonight. This guys running these phones. We, it's been all dudes, but these guys are, uh except for the the one guy, but they're all on point and they're all they're all funny and everybody's been good. I tip my hat to you, Mike. Say anything. You just gotta wake up. Oh. It's like a pile of laundry out there. <laughs> What's that? He's got laundry in his car. Okay. There we go. Well, that helped. Shows. Now the show's soaring with that. Best show. You're on the air.
6: Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing alright. Who's this? Uh, this is John. I'm calling from the Boston area. From
0: the Boston area. Yeah. What's up, John?
6: Um, you know, despite the, the previous caller's uh, bad language here at the end, I think he made a pretty good suggestion, um, and I would I would say that the reason why number one is because uh, Seth MacFarlane is very lucky to be alive today. He's he's made it very well known that um, that he was. No, notoriously hung over on 9-11 and uh, missed the flight um, whichever flight, 93 or maybe anyway, he was supposed to be one of the uh, planes that went into the towers and uh, I'd say that's pretty lucky
0: no, that is, look, that's lucky in the purest uh, like, uh, uh, in the karmic sense yes, that's extremely lucky And then, and but then that's not what about. the guy was
6: talking about well, no but I was surprised that he didn't get around to that <laughs> so I had to call up and say there's that and then you know I think him having his family guy work justified by teaming up with Mark Wahlberg and then as a result of that being a host of the Oscar I mean weren't you kind of surprised when that happened weren't you like wait this guy is representing entertainment mm-hmm. yeah, at this cares? moment who cares who cares
0: Okay. Look, the guy, the guy. Look, it's not for me.
6: I, I like Family Guy. I, I actually okay. stand by. Goodbye then.
0: Okay. I don't. Stands by Family Guy. Well, go stand by it. You're off this show. Best show. You're on the air. Hello, Tom. Oh, I know this guy. has this class act. See, right when we're in the muck and the mire, then then uh, a class act rises from from the filth. And uh, this is a, a guy from from the South. Now I know a lot of you people, you put the South down. But this guy will tell. You, this guy will be the first one to tell you. First of all, and you write this down. The South is going to rise again, right?
8: Not not in that way.
0: No, no, just in
8: in a, a in a in a in a, more, in a gentler
0: in a gentler way. way. Yes, a yeah. gentler way. Rising just like the way a cake rises, right? <laughs> or a souffle. <laughs> or a souffle. Like lighter and, and friendlier. Yes. Yeah. And this guy, his name is Jason, he's from uh the proud state of Alabama. The what state in the Union? Do you know what state?
8: The Heart of Dixie.
0: The Heart of Dixie.
8: The Yellowhammer State.
0: Okay. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> That's a bird. But what does that mean, the yellow hammer state? It's a bird. That's our state bird. Oh. And what's a yellow hammer? It's a bird. No, I knew it was, it was a bird. bird. <laughs> you said it was a state bird. I figured it, it was with,
8: a... It's just a bird. You know, I've never seen one. Yeah.
0: Isn't that how it goes with these things where they'll make that like, yeah, it's a state bird. Well, are they around? No.
8: Yeah, I think that means we have one in the state. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what they it mean It literally
8: about. is the state bird. Yes. Singular.
0: You... Jason, how are you tonight?
8: I'm I'm doing really really good. I I tuned in a little late. Has anybody sung any uh, snowboarding music tonight? Because
0: not yet, not yet. Okay, good. Uh, we've only had someone yodel snowboarding music. Oh no no never mind. no I'll... actual singing of it.
8: Okay, <laughs> okay. Because I have been working on some snowboarding music. I thought I might. If the if the show sounds a little snowboarding music heavy tonight, though,
0: it, it's yeah. I will more say so than
8: I would have ever imagined.
0: Yeah, look, you know this you know how we love snowboarding on this show. Oh yeah. And punk rock and Yeah, we uh it's really it's what we do down. It's what we do up here. We are we're up here, right? Yeah, you're up there. Yes. Yeah. So you have you ever been snowboarding, Jason? I have not.
8: Mm-hmm. I've never been skiing nor snowboarding. I've been ice skating
0: once. Okay. Did you like it? It's okay. Have you ever done any, any uh, like, uh, uh, anything on a lake? Like, have you ever ridden, like, a, a jet ski?
8: No, I've ridden in a boat.
0: Okay, what kind of
8: boat? I rode in the back of a truck the other day, down a dirt road. I hadn't done that in a while.
0: And what was that about?
8: Uh, I was out in the forest with my wife and my father-in-law, and there's a dirt road, and, he was in a, and we had to take a truck down there because the road was atrocious. And I decided I wanted to get yeah. back to my redneck ways yeah so i got in the back of the truck and,
0: and how soon did you regret that
8: i enjoyed every minute of it okay it was a beautiful day and I, well the only time that was bad is when we met another truck and i got a face full of uh, dust
0: okay i just thought you might get more jostled than you thought you would have <laughs> like one no. of those things where you're just like <laughs> it's harder but it's more fun when you're a kid back here yeah
8: i had i think i would sufficiently prepared myself for the jostling i was going to get okay so. good
0: Good, as long as you were yeah. ready to get I was Jocelyn. ready for the Jocelyn. Okay. Yeah. And then you called this show, and you got ready for the the Jocelyn that you for get here. the Jocelyn. Yeah.
8: The Sharplin Jocelyn. The verbal
0: Jocelyn. <laughs> right. So you, young man. Yes, sir. How are things in Alabama? You've They're got, very good. You've, it's only uh, nine months until college football starts back up, and yes. I'm sure...
8: A co-worker of mine reminded us that we were at the halfway point.
0: The halfway point. Yes. And when Coach Nick Saban puts he emerges on...
8: emerges from his cocoon.
0: Yes, he puts on his visor. will he wear a visor? Is he one of the... What's he wear? What's his trademark thing? He, he
8: um... What's he have? Just a, that a tattoo a, on his face? A look of grim determination.
0: Okay, so that's his whole thing. He has a good head of hair, that guy? Yeah, decent. Like, like uh, like, like, kind of like you could... Like where you could, like, uh uh... Like crack walnuts on it. Like no, it's that? got a
8: little more. It looks like it's got a little more give to it. Okay, not it's not it's not like Ditka. It's not plastered. Okay,
0: no. you know the he way Mike... like
8: a big. Uh, doesn't, he doesn't look like a big boy out in okay. front of a.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where you could, where just like off the the cow lick, you could actually pop uh, a beer open. Right. Off of his head. So yeah, so you have that, but now we have all this summer to uh, what what's a summer like in Alabama? Uh
8: the nights are good, usually. Mm-hmm. But it, it gets it gets hot and humid. Yeah. Uh, it's already getting uncomfortably warm for me, some during the day now, but the nights are nice.
0: Do you ever listen to that song Southern Nights? Like by Glenn Campbell.
8: I, yeah, I haven't heard it in years.
0: What? It just doesn't automatically play. <laughs> no, they don't have loudspeakers. When, when when night comes, what if it was like some horrible twilight zone thing? <laughs> Dusk settles, and all of a sudden you just hear all night until the sun comes back up. So that song, "Southern Nights."
8: Like instead of cicadas, that's
0: yeah, what you mean? it's just playing over speakers throughout town. The town, and some like no one will. E- no one will acknowledge it except yeah. for one guy, or just like some out of towner. Some like yeah. somebody comes down, some Yankee comes down, and he's like, uh, "What's that? Why are they playing that a third time? Playing what? <laughs> uh, the Glenn Campbell song? Are they going to play any other songs? Well, uh, I don't even hear it anymore. Right. And it's just and like, by the end
8: of the episode, he's like, ask, he's like saying, "Can you pass the cornbread?" Yeah, yeah. The Southern accent.
0: He's converted. Like he wakes up. And, and he doesn't the, hear it. Yeah, he doesn't hear it. And then right. he just goes to the to the breakfast table. And then he has uh grits. Right? Right. right. His grits and then uh, goes over to a Sonic. <laughs> have you seen these new Sonic commercials with Kevin Durant with NBA All-Star Kevin Durant? I it, have not. It breaks the reality of the Sonic guys. And first of all, the upfronts are going on right now where all the networks announce their TV lineups and I want to congratulate the Sonic guys on getting a sitcom. They will have a show on CBS this fall called The Sonic Couple and it's about two guys who get thrown out of their respective houses and move into a car together and eat every meal at a Sonic in what is what they identify as a a, a suicide pact, where they decide we're both going to eat Sonic until our, our bodies give out. Yeah, slow suicide. Yeah, we will die in this car
8: until we we're gonna we're gonna eat Sonic <laughs> until we have enough episodes for syndication.
0: Yeah, or or our our or internal organs fail us <laughs> <laughs> and just shut down because all we're doing is eating tater tots and brownie blasts. Like if we're lucky if we're if we're being heart healthy, we're eating tater tots. <laughs> and the, but they're in this commercial because it's these the, the two Sonic guys, and then Kevin Durant is in the car with them in the back. And then get this, they go out of the gym with with they go out of the car into a gym with them. And they're just like, they like bet him to like drink one of his. Kevin Durant slush things like. Can you imagine those slush things where it's just like. Have you had one of those slush? Th- th- no, not
8: not since I was a child.
0: Yeah, like I couldn't have vile. a. What's the What's the chain convenience store down there? What What What's the dominant uh, chain convenience we, store? We
8: have a lot of. I mean, you know, we, we have a lot of them. The one on my end of town that would kind of fill the niche of a Wawa would be the Kangaroo
0: kangaroo and are the
8: kangaroos kangaroo. all over the place there are a few i mean there's no no one has the dominant we, we're not we're not like a one chain region mm-hmm.
0: so are, well, there well. are no 7-elevens down there though
8: not that i've ever seen i've never run into a 7-eleven
0: have you been in a 7-eleven i don't think so oh i've been in a wawa but never You've been in a, a Wawa. Time. i'm telling you man 7-eleven they run a tight ship in there man Tight ship. You'd you'd like it. You'd respect. You'd go in there and you'd say to the guy behind the counter, I don't like you, (laughs) but I sure as hell respect you. Right. And then you'd buy a a Slurpee. Like, yeah. So I could not imagine having a Slurpee as an adult. I would have a headache. It wouldn't be like, oh, you got brain freeze. It's like, no, I have a headache. Like, let, now this is going to last all afternoon.
8: Let me ask you this: With the Slurpee, did you get to put your own syrup in the Slurpee?
0: No, they they do that for us.
8: We had we had a thing called uh, Slush Pups, mm-hmm. and you got to put your own syrup in it, which is which is a terrible idea to let children
0: yeah control put the, their own syrup. Yeah, the distribution of ice to syrup, <laughs> kind of. And, not, I did this to myself, and it was it was it was terrible. I could only imagine that you. No kid has ever gone like I think I'm going to go a little light on the uh, <laughs> syrup on this. It's like no every kid p- pours the thing on, and then they end up just nauseous because they basically just drank you, uh, you, antifreeze.
8: Yeah, you just pumped till your hand got tired, yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, or there was nothing left in the right. in the in the in the pump. Whichever came first. Now, Jason, you did not call to talk about this. What, 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 what's I on your not, mind? What's on I your do, mind? I do have something
8: very quickly for
0: the topic, and then Ooh. I had a question I wanted to ask you. Sure. Um, are you there? Luckiest person alive.
8: Yeah, and I and I think that by function of their luckiness, we're never going to know the identity of the person
0: mm-hmm.
3: who's
8: the actual luckiest person alive. Because I think out there somewhere, there's a guy, and it would be a guy who was like in entertainment, and he was a complete creep. Right? Yeah. Total creep. And he got... He's, st- he's young enough to still be alive, but he was old enough that he got out right before everybody kind of knew everybody's business, right before, you know, social media and okay. stuff like that. I'm you know with I mean? you. So whoever that guy is, like, he hit that sweet spot of being a complete monster, mm-hmm. but like getting out while he was still beloved.
0: Before he could get kind of like... Caught. Yeah, and 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 publicly shamed.
8: Yeah, he's like probably outlived all his accusers,
0: mm-hmm.
8: and somewhere he's just.
0: Well, who's still, that in still, the background? This is a new element to to uh, a Jason call. Who's that barking? Oh, that's Peppy. Peppy. Yeah, Peppy. What kind of dog is Peppy? He he's
8: half uh, Shih Tzu and half uh, Poodle, and he's completely useless and wonderful.
0: And how old is Peppy? He's about eleven or twelve. Oh, he's on up there. Pemby's getting up there. Good dog. Yeah, he... Is he a good dog? Oh, he's a great dog. You take him hunting? No, <laughs>
8: he hunts squirrels in the backyard.
0: Okay, so he protects the yard from squirrel from the squirrel invasion. Yes.
8: In fact, he'll be dead asleep, and if he hears you say the word, he will bolt up out of sleep and run to the back door and try to catch a squirrel. That's good. Yeah, he's a great he's a great little dog. He's very smart, very eager to please his, you
0: know, people. His 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 his, uh, his uh, exactly, his his papa, right? Right.
8: <laughs> Actually, my wife is his favorite. They tend to bond like really strongly with one person. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he loves everybody. He would love you. Okay. Like uh, when you're outside the door, you are the enemy. That's why he was barking because somebody's uh-huh. outside the door. When okay. You come in the door, you are his friend. So
0: it's like Olive Garden. When you're yeah. in here, your family, your family, yeah. So yeah. it's of breadsticks. It's yeah. licks. Who feeds their family trash like that? Then can you imagine? <laughs> family. Now let's eat piles of of uh, white bread uh, in the shape of breadsticks. Because you are. This is what I do for my family. I feed right. them poison. Uh, so you, Jason, what was the thing you wanted to comment on?
8: Okay, well, just very quickly, a question I had ooh, for you. Ooh, you, you know, yeah. uh, Mr. Horatio Sands. I do, from what I remember. Yes, and and I follow him on uh, Instagram. He's where he's Mr. Sands. Yes, and and I, he posts a lot of screenshots mm-hmm. from his phone. It looks like, and he has, I'm I, I, these screenshots. of made me think he's the, genuinely the most interesting person in show business because the font that he has on his phone. Have you seen this font? I want to ask you if you've actually seen his phone with this font on it, because I just want to know if he reads everything on his phone in this font. Mm-hmm. It's like some kind of hand-drawn, like some kind of handwriting font. I have
0: not seen that. No.
8: Well, if he subjects himself to that twenty-four hours a day, mm-hmm. he's very, very interesting.
0: Because he because he can look at this. Okay, I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm at his page.
8: Yeah, look at yeah. Go to it's uh, Instagram, Mister Sands, and. If you scroll down enough, you'll see a you'll see a, a screenshot.
0: There we go. I got it. Oh, what is yeah. that? I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like ch- children. It's like it's like writing that would be on like a like a uh, like a, 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 a like a, a sign, like a nice little little uh, saying that you like a little like like a like a bed and breakfast would be yeah. like. Hanging in the kitchen would have that font written on it, saying like it's "probably
8: called like quaint,"
0: yeah, uh, serif or something. Yeah. Like if you come in my kitchen, you better be prepared to have an appetite. <laughs> like that's what would be in that font. Yeah, I will ask him on your behalf. Yeah,
8: because that I mean, again, like but he's not—that's not something. The font you have on your phone is not something you do to like show how interesting you are. It's the thing you choose to kind of look at all the time.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's exactly. It's amazing. It's but
8: so what to, does that say about him? Oh. That that is what he chooses to look at? Well,
0: oh, I'm going to find out. We will find Please out.
8: Do.
0: For have, you. Have a good we'll, night,
8: Tom.
0: You have a great night. Okay. Will bye I bye. see you? In, in Nashville?
8: Yes. You will see me in Nashville.
0: Because Sharpling and Worcester are performing in Nashville at the third man. Uh, uh, store, the club, they have attached the third man, the venue, third man records. When you announced it, I couldn't believe it. This Saturday, Sharpling and Worcester live in Nashville. There's only a few tickets left. I can't believe it's not sold out yet, but that is your good fortune. If you are in the Nashville, Tennessee area and you want to see the show, you can still get in. Go to thirdmanrecords.com, dot com, and the show will be recorded for a live album to be released on Third Man Records. I and you are going to be there.
8: I will be there. I will. I will my my uh, enormous laugh will possibly muck up your live album.
0: Well, I can't wait. That will be my privilege to hear your. They'll have laugh. to edit it.
8: They'll have to pot it. You know, bring
0: it down a little bit. Pot it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, bye-bye. No, I like the lingo. I like the lingo. Have a good night, Tom. You have a great night. right, bye-bye. Nice guy, nice guy. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Dan in Brooklyn. Dan in Brooklyn. What neighborhood are you in, Dan? Well, I live in Carroll Gardens, but um,
9: I am literally right now at York Methodist and Park Slope. My wife is uh, nine hours into labor, and uh, Doc says we're only about halfway there. So I thought I'd take a little breather and come out front and give you a call.
0: Well, that look, uh, I wish you, uh, you know, nothing but the, the best with this and a healthy a healthy uh, baby.
9: Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank what are you, you going to
0: name your kid? Do you know uh, whether this is a boy or a girl? It's a girl, and we're naming her Ivy. My wife is a huge Prance fan. Okay. We're naming her after Poison Ivy. A huge what fan? The cramps. The cramps. Oh, the cramps. Okay. Yeah, that's cool.
9: Right. So I tried calling last week because at the end of the show you kind
0: of like briefly inquired to the flying habits of Ron Jeremy in terms of whether he flies. uh, I uh, I don't know.
9: I think it was kind of it sounded a little bit like a general inquiry, so I thought I had some
0: um, I thought I had some answers for you. Okay. So about few, uh, well, first five. of all, let me say this: I'm glad that halfway through the birth of your daughter, <laughs> you decided to call a radio show to talk about the the way that a porn star flies, <laughs> that whether he flies coach or first class. I'm, that well, sounds if, like I, you
9: know. To be, to be honest with you, I haven't even really told
0: this story too many times to anybody. Ivy, you, Ivy, if you're <laughs> hearing this, your dad's got his priorities squared away. <laughs> She'll definitely be here. You know. Is
9: that her? No, no. There's kids all. I'm like in. My, I'm sort of in the lobby area here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of madness, to be honest with you. Um, so yeah, which adds to another level of surrealism. But um, so, a few years back, I'm flying solo back from LA, and I'm sitting in the front of coach, and I'm kind of getting my, uh, you know, my my. My bearings, I'm kind of just like sitting in the seat, and then I realize that through that sort of passageway that goes to first class in the back of first class, I see Ron Jeremy, and uh, you know it was just it was no doubt it was Ron Jeremy, and I'm kind of looking around to see if anybody else notices, and nobody else is taking notice at all. I mean, not that I would expect them to you know nobody's you know going to say anything or whatever, but everybody's just kind of minding their own business, and I'm relatively excited. And then I look over, and there's a gentleman a few seats down for me that's kind of giving me the eyes and kind of, like, giving me, like, the gesture, like, is that who I think it is? And I give him, like, the big thumbs up, and he's so excited. He's kind of, like, pounding his fists together, and he's as happy as can be. And um, <clears throat> so throughout the flight, I mean, I'm, I'm solo, so I don't really have anybody to, like, you know, I have no camaraderie other than this one guy a couple seats down. Every time Ron Jeremy would, like, get up or adjust himself, we would kind of look at each other, you know, whatever. So, we get, you know, we get off the flight, first class lets out first, and um, we're walking to baggage claim, and Ron Jeremy's walking so slow, me and this guy kind of, like, catch up to him a
0: little bit. Now this just, This is a guy you don't know. No, I don't know this guy at all, but once we
9: got off the plane together, I kind of said, what's up, boom, because for the, you know, five, six-hour flight, mm-hmm. we're kind of giving each other the look the whole time, like, you know, like, yeah, I know you
3: know kind of thing,
9: you know? What's
0: the look saying? Hey, are you uh, a degenerate like me? <laughs>
9: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess, Yeah, I guess. So, you know, so we get off the flight, and I'm walking with this guy I don't know. We're just making small talk. And Ron Jeremy's now maybe, like, you know, 20, 30 feet front of us, and there's a woman, kind of like a typical blonde pretty woman now walking towards us. She was either a flight attendant or someone that worked at the airport. I don't really remember, but as she passed, Ron Jeremy did the most, like, typical, like, look back, just stare straight at her butt kind of thing. And Alleg- the guy Allegedly.
0: Allegedly. To,
9: the guy that I'm with just starts, like, jumping up in the air like, screaming, like, I knew it! He still got it! You still got it, and now I'm just kind of like embarrassed, like
0: trying to basically power walk away from this entire situation. You know what? You earned it. You 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 deserved to be embarrassed because you <laughs> so, you saw another a fellow uh, pervert on the plane, right? And the two of you exchanged some some sort of uh, some sort of low vibe with each other. You picked up on it. Right, right, right. So, right. Which I so, call, which is something is called scumdar. <laughs> right, your scumdar I mean, you know, went I mean,
9: off. You don't have to be. You, know, you don't have to be that deep in it. To you said the, the guy problem. was yeah. punching
0: his fists together well, yeah, no, with glee. I'm, I'm,
9: I'm making excuses for myself. and Myself alone. I can't speak on this. This guy was definitely kind of.
0: And once, a bit once awesome. again, once He's again, on once again, might I remind you. Your wife is in labor, giving birth right now. And you're here uh, walking us through every beat by beat through this story of you seeing Ron Jeremy on a plane. I'm actually getting paranoid now. I should probably get in there, but if you don't mind,
9: just, just one kind of major detail of the story. So we get down to the baggage claim, and I get my baggage, and I'm leaving. And now I think, once again, I'm free of this whole situation. And I, I exit the terminal, and Ron Jeremy's still there. And I'm like, how is this guy still here? He left the plane way before me. Like, I waited way longer for my luggage, like, all this. So I'm standing on the, on the, like, kind of like where you get picked up in front of the terminal, and he's now, like, 50 feet away. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, Ron Jeremy flies pretty light. All he has for luggage is a small, purple, like, kind of like a Sport sized backpack. So just while I'm waiting for my cab, I was just like, I don't know, I'm out of boredom whenever I just walked back over towards them, And it's a Barney backpack, like Barney the Elephant backpack. That's all he had for luggage, I swear to God.
0: Barney the Elephant. Well, first of all, Barney's not an elephant.
9: Or not the elephant, the dinosaur.
0: The That's dinosaur, what come on. <laughs> Get your head in there. You're, you're about to be a dad, and you're, <laughs> you don't even know Barney's a dinosaur? <laughs> you, my friend, I'm going to write all this whole thing off to you being a little, little overwhelmed by this, uh, <laughs> by all of this event you're having. Why don't you go ask if you could get a, uh, go to the the nurses station, ask, say, uh, I need a calm down pill. See what they <laughs> see if they give you something. <laughs> calm I'll you down. I'll see what I can get. You're coming unhinged. All right. Thank B- you. Best. Thank seriously, all the best to you. Thank you. Oh my. Goodness, unbelievable! You think you've you think you've heard it all? Then a guy like that enters the picture. He makes the Avalanche Bob seem uh, seem uh, uh, seem like a, 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 a solid citizen. And look, uh, Avalanche Bob might be a solid. I don't know. I don't know that guy. Tonight, also, there will be a half hour of power. The Best Show post-show will start shortly after the Best Show wraps up. 30 minutes of unscreened rapid-fire phone calls with me and AP Mike and Dudio, Jason Gore. And we'll see who else shows up for that. should be a fun time. So, uh, you can't listen to it live, but you can hear it. On Friday when it goes up as a podcast over at thebestshow.net and on iTunes. So you can check that out. We will be doing one of those. So after the show's over, call in and be a part of the half hour of power. Now for this next segment, uh, uh this is, this is pretty exciting. Um, uh, if you're from Newbridge, there's, you definitely have heard of, uh, Toby Jennings. He's a 17 year old, uh, kind of like a wonder, wonder kid. He's an honor student at Newbridge High. He's the captain of the Newbridge Knights baseball squad and the winner of this year's Quinn City's Thomas Edison Award for outstanding, outstanding achievement in science and inventiveness. But, uh, Toby is definitely, best known at this point for his recent winning streak on the, the Shout Networks game show Minds of Steel which if you've uh, been watching that he's been on a on a on a pretty astounding uh winning streak so uh it's pretty exciting as someone from Newbridge to welcome to the show uh a a young man <laughs> who who uh I guess I would refer to as the pride and future of Newbridge. Uh it's exciting to welcome Toby Jennings to the show. Toby, are you there? Hello, is this Tom? Uh yes, is is this Toby?
10: No, Tom, this is Sheldon Jennings. I'm 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 Toby's pop.
0: Toby's pop. Yeah. Okay. Well, um is uh is Toby around? Yeah. <laughs>
10: I'm, I'm really sorry, but we have a bit of a problem here. Um, Toby's being a little shy tonight, and he's he's honestly he's reluctant to to talk. He's just being very shy, is what it is.
0: Really? Yeah. What, what what's that about? Well, you know, sometimes he he
10: falls into these moods and just you know these these uh, emotional valleys where he just doesn't feel like talking and uh you know we're trying our our best to deal with it he he's such a great kid you know as 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 you've seen Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. yeah that's um well i'm sorry to hear that it's it is a little surprising that he would be to hear that he's so so withdrawn because on uh on minds of steel he's really for a 17 year old he's so outgoing and and confident and self assured very composed yeah i yeah. i'll
10: tell you uh, my wife and i you know it's 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 such a a conundrum to us it's such a, a, a an odd situation because like a lot of us geniuses he he has social anxiety you know but uh, you just try to deal with it the best you can
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah i mean I mean that's that's a that's interesting to know because i i saw him as being so so kind of composed and together when i see him on on t v mm-hmm. so yeah. um yeah i um i guess well if he i mean if he doesn't wanna come to the phone and be on the show um i i i appreciate you uh you catching us up on where he's at. And I guess maybe we do it another time or something. So, um, I guess we probably just get back to the show the way we've been, uh, doing it now. And the topic has been, uh, Oh no, 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 Toby can still do the interview. How how can he do the interview? You said, you said he didn't want to, uh, come to the phone. Oh, we do it this time.
10: Quite often, actually, it's getting more and more because he has he has more interviews scheduled. Uh, you know that uh, you know we've just come come to this way of doing things. We can actually do it,
0: no well, problem what, at all. What, what what way?
10: Well, you ask me the questions, and I'll ask Toby, and then he'll tell me the answer, and then I'll I'll tell you.
0: I mean, look, we we can do this another time if he's not up for it. That's completely fine. I mean, that's like a. That sounds a little, uh, like a little uncomfortable and a little, oh, drawn out. No, it's it's fine. I promise you. Trust me.
10: It, it, it's gonna it's gonna go so smoothly, and it'll be great. Okay. He, he's just being a little shy boy. You know. <laughs> it's like that Banana Ramas song. Wasn't there a Banana
0: Ramas song called Shy Boy? They did have a song "Shy Boy," yes. They did,
10: yeah. Who uh-huh. was the one that went on to be in Shakespeare's sister? That wasn't Shabon, was it? I think it was, two uh, of them did.
0: I think Shakespeare's... A, was that the other two.
10: Her, oh, her name was. No, it was Shabon. There, there was, there was Karen. Mm-hmm. I thought was, I thought was the most attractive. Mm-hmm. And she ended up marrying Andrew Ridgely, I believe, from, Wham. from how, Wham. How weird is that?
0: Yeah, it's funny that the one who would be the the most prevalent in Bananarama. Yeah. Uh, arguably would would get married to the, the least prevalent person in Wham although with Wham there's only two people, there's so it's two. like if you're not George Michael, you're the least prevalent person.
10: that's true. Yeah. So
0: yeah. remember he had that solo album, Andrew Ridgely? Do,
10: do you remember the one really weird factoid about that about that album? I'm not sure if if it was this way everywhere, but um the copies I saw when it came out Mm-hmm. It had a parental warning sticker
0: on it. It said it had, it had explicit language on it. For an Andrew Ridgely album. Yes. What know. could he have been saying? I don't know. That is... That's really weird. The idea yeah. that he chose to say things that would get that sticker put on the record. Yeah.
10: But look, he, might been, he might have been going down in the, in the gutter, if you know what I mean, the English gutter.
0: It's weird that... And, I, you know, you thought Andrew Ridgely... Look, I'm not... I, I'm not I'm sorry. might've might
10: been songs about two in a, in a skip. They call, they call dumpster skips over there.
0: Okay. Look, that's,
10: Oh geez. i am got, I got so caught up in the, in this. I forgot why we were here.
0: Yeah. I'm well, sorry. let's, let's, let's give this a try. And what what was your name again? Sheldon? Yes. Yeah. Sheldon. Um, well, look, I appreciate you trying to make this work. You can call and, me pop too. Okay. Well, I, I think I might stick to Sheldon if you don't mind. Hmm, sure. Um, We, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question. You'll relay it to Toby. And, uh, so I guess I would ask Toby first question for Toby. Um, um, I I was wondering with all the success of everything you're involved in the sports and the scholastics and being on minds of steel, um, like where do you see your, your life heading? As a 17-year-old, it really is the kind of thing where the sky is truly the limit for you. Hang on.
10: So he wants to know, um, you know, he's saying with all your success and everything, uh, you know, sports and, and school, and uh, especially with Minds of Steel, where where do you see yourself in the future? You know, because you you have so many things going on You're Take any road you want, and you, you, you hopefully find, find success with any of them. What do you think about that? Okay. Um, Toby says that he's, he's so blessed to have so many opportunities uh, coming his way, and he'd, he'd, he wants to stress that he doesn't take any of this for granted. He, he loves playing baseball. And he he does hope to make it into the big leagues someday, but he'd also love to pursue his science studies and maybe one day help the underprivileged have access to clean water all over the world.
0: Wow, uh, that's that's a very thoughtful answer. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Wait, what's that,
10: Toby, We don't need. No, we don't need to get into that. That's that's silly. No, I'm dead. No, I just
0: don't think it is. That, is everything uh, okay?
10: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just that Toby wants me to say something that's it, it's kind of embarrassing for me to 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 say.
0: Uh, uh, okay, what 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 is it? Well, he
10: he he wants to say how much he he learned from me. Not so much how to play baseball, which I did help him help him with a, a great deal actually early on in his uh, his playing, and I still do, you know, or or his uh, science projects, which I, which I also help him with a great deal. But you know, uh, but in, in how important it is to just go for it and to keep your focus on your goal and never take your eye off the off the prize, so to speak, you know, like like I have with my books.
0: Well, uh, with your your books. You uh, you have books? Oh yeah, I've
10: I've written a few mystery novels.
0: Yeah, but
10: but that's not why we're here. You know, I I I, I think why Toby brought this up is 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 that uh, um, what's that, Toby? No, come on, this is silly. I'm not going to do that, Tom. Forgive me. Um, Toby thinks you might have heard of one of my mysteries. Because he knows you're a big reader of of uh, fine literature.
0: Uh, uh maybe have yeah, I? I don't know. Sh- what is it? it's Sheldon Jennings? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, well, I, I, that I, I'm not picturing anything. By maybe if I heard the title of of, uh, of something, it would okay. ring a bell.
10: Okay. Well. Uh... Uh, some of the titles I've written, um, are The Curse of the Scarlet uh, Shoehorn, uh, The Fat Girl from Sheep's Head Bay, The Copy Room Killer, um, what else? What Happens in Schenectady, uh, Reverend Mortington and the Sunday School Peeper, uh, Chocolate Skies, The Ferret and Margaret Dupree's Handbag, uh, A Stranger's De- Deadly Hug, A Sackful of Pancakes, The Case of the Skinny Buddha, uh, nine Days Till Sunday, Silk Facebooks, st- Stalkings, uh, The Sailor's Dirty Notebooks, Mexican Sean, What else? Uh, what the Rickshaw Boys Saw, Dry Leaves, Wet Panties, uh, The Deadly Apple Cart, uh, Stabbed in the Men's Room, Infernal Justice, uh, Max Wimple Mystery, What Else, uh, The MGMT Files, uh, The Body in the Middle Wait, of the Street. The,
0: the MGMT Files? Yeah. What, what is that? Well, you
10: know the rock group, MGMT?
0: Yes. It, it's them solving crimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. you You were saying something else? I'm sorry.
10: Oh, uh, what else was there? The body in the middle of the street. Uh, the park ranger is missing. Daddy Dunn did this. Uh, what else? A couple more. Um, <laughs> spacing on a couple of them. Oh, uh, someone stole the Liberty Bell. Uh, Sherlock Holmes Jr. and the mystery of the smeared face. Uh, The Pile of Detached Hands, uh, Stan a John Boehner Crime Caper, and of course there's my 12 book, uh, The Criminally Murder series. To name just a couple.
0: Wow, that is a lot of books. Yeah,
10: and I've only been writing them since 2012.
0: <laughs> you, you wrote all of those in the last three years? Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Well, I mean, our, I mean, no offense, but are they are those like real books? Of course they are. Yeah, people have held them. I mean, okay. I mean, I just I ask because it's just that there's so many titles, and it's only three years.
10: Well, I'm really on a roll. You know, what they, Bob Dylan talks about when he wrote all those songs all in like kind of one burst and he's basically just like a channel for these ideas. That's why I feel with my books I'm just a, a channel for these mysteries.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a very impressive. Well,
10: well, thanks. But this isn't about me, Tom, okay? What else would you like to ask Toby?
0: Okay. Um I'd be curious to know if uh if Toby has been uh contacted by any other uh TV networks about appearing on other shows because he's really good on uh, Minds of Steel and the camera really, really uh, seems to love him. That's a good question. Hang on.
3: So
10: um, he's wondering, you know, because you, you, you're you on the show and you do so well and the, and the camera seems to love you, if, if you have, uh, have had any opportunities or people... TV show or doing anything uh, television related. Um, T- Toby says he he has been approached by the History Channel and also the Learning Channel about hosting fun shows for smart young people, and um, they really think that he can go far with it. And he, you know he's he, he's up for it. He's up for anything, but he. Um, I think he's got a good head on his shoulders and I, I think he, he would really excel at that.
0: Well, that that's really uh that's really cool that he's got like such a attitude of using the platform for for uh like a positive uh outcome.
10: I I, th- I think so too. What's that, Toby? No. No, that's not what this interview is about. Son, I'm not gonna do that.
0: You're not gonna do what? What is, uh, don't make me say it. What? What, what he, did he say? He, he
10: he says I should see if you want to direct one of the movies I've written.
0: Well, you've you've written movies. I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. But but again, that's not what this is about.
10: Okay, mm-hmm. we're we're here to talk about my son. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that that's fair. I mean, and thank you for keeping this on track. Um, no, just, I guess the Toby, next thing I would want to Toby, come on.
10: This is about you. Uh-oh. What? He's, he, he, he's getting very angry, Tom. He's getting angry? Yeah, his um, his fists are bawling. You know, his fists are kind of, you know, clenched. And he looks like the man on the front of Black Flag's Nervous Breakdown EP. You know, the guy's kind of pushed in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, to- Toby insists that we discuss this. I mean, he, he's just looking after his old man, right? I mean, he, he knows that you have a lot of juice, and he thinks that uh, this could be a mutually beneficial enterprising for both of us.
0: That, oh, no, I, that I hear about your what?
10: Oh no, he's refusing to breathe until we talk about this. Come on, son,
1: please.
0: Okay, look, I, I don't want for him, daddy. Yeah, look, then what kind of what kind of movies have you written? Oh, all, all kinds of genres.
10: Yeah, yeah. I, I can't be boxed in. You know, my, my mind's like a velvety neon rainbow of very interesting and also very marketable ideas.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like what?
10: Oh, off the top of my head, some of the titles of the screenplays I've written. Oh, let's think here. Uh, Tropical Vacation, uh, Squish, The Misfits of Lodi, On the Brink, Phantom of the IMAX, uh, Trump's Like Us. The Haunted Toilet, Stinkle Fritz and Moopy Doop. Um, what else? Love uh, 2.0, Sunvolt and Mr. Wilco, uh, The Dink and the Red Pickup Truck, Happiness 2, Robert's Plant, um, uh, Air and Hernandez, um, Love in a Shopping Mall, Witless Protection, that's a, that's a comedy That's I think
3: mm-hmm.
10: could be as good as Paul Blart... Uh, What's it? Mall policeman. Mall cop. Yeah. Uh, What else? Uh, Daddy's needs. The haunted Prius. uh, Numb nuts. The button boy. Dry leaves, wet panties. uh, Janitor to millionaire. Uh, One called. Why do we fight, Mama? Uh, Born to party. One through four. Um, Men versus women versus kids versus dogs. Um, A new one. I'm really proud of the dice president.
0: The Dice President. Yeah. What it? What is the Dice President?
10: That's where um, Andrew Dice Clay becomes president.
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's called instead of like the Vice President, it's the Dice President. It
10: is. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the tagline is, uh,
0: "The Oval Office is now the Oval Office." Oh, Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that? Those are all the movies you've done. Oh, no, no. Cool. What else is there? Okay. Um, the
10: Haunted iPad, uh, Whiplash 2, um, we thought having kids would be way easier, uh, Ripped Van Winkle, uh, Romantic Escapade, College Dog, uh, I'm Watching You Woman, Laugh It Up, uh, Candy Helicopters, Roger Dog Tree, uh, Bitch Perfect, Romantic Escapade 3, Dog College, uh, she broke my wiener. My friend Faye, unhinged robot. Um, what else? Uh, slow times at Ridgemont Nursing Home. The haunted pocket square. Uh, what the rickshaw Boys saw. Revenge of the Jocks. PB and J. What the what? Uh, pennies make dollars. My dad is a human action figure. Body nausea. Um, you know, that's just to name a few.
0: Well, you named more than a few. That would say that you named 30 screenplays you've written. That's all. that many? Uh, yeah, that was a lot. Oh, well, you know, they're, uh, all I have to say about that is that they're all copyrighted,
10: so you know they're good. You know, They're oh. all registered.
0: I mean, that's not a real mark of quality. That's just a mark of registering a thing.
10: Well, the the Copyright Office doesn't just copyright anything sure they do they, they, do. No, they actually,
0: don't. yeah it's they'll it's just a, it's like a, it's like a, a form thing it has nothing to do with quality does it oh I've never thought it had anything to do with quality I think anybody could get anything copyrighted
10: well no, you pay your thousand dollars and then you your copyrighted
0: Wait, it's a, it was a thousand yeah well each one each one. oh well so you've paid Tens of thousands of dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh. You really might want to make sure you're doing this correctly because I don't think getting something copyrighted costs a- as ne- a fraction of what you just paid for. Uh, no. Yeah, hmm. and I mean, uh, y- if it costs that much, you might want to slow down with some of these. Like, what was the one you said? Body nausea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I mean, is that really? No, no offense. Is that worth copywriting something? So, well, what if someone steals my idea? Like, what if you steal my idea? No, for I'm body definitely nausea? not. I'm not going to steal body nausea.
10: Well, what if you steal my idea for slow times at Ridgemont Nursing Home?
0: Um, I won't. I promise. That's all yours. Okay. Well, let's let's talk. Uh, let's talk about about doing this, right? Doing what? Just like you and me teaming up. Oh, I, I don't a production think that, company. I don't think that's a great idea. Come on, please. I, I real I really think that's a bad fit. Oh, come on. For for, I mean, I, I, where? How does that even work? I mean, we you have so many move. It just I don't know if any of these things are good. Uh, and I, I mean, said they're copyrighted. No, I I heard you when you said that, but I, I don't feel like. What am I supposed to read all of them? Uh, the dog college or whatever it was you said. Yeah, well, I
10: get your assistant to do it. That's how they do it in, in Weirdo Wood. I right? don't.
0: I don't have an assistant. You, those
10: those assistants, they make their way up the uh, up the ladder, and you know so, sooner or later they're making the decisions, which is great for everybody.
0: Um, sure. I'll. I'll I that's not something I know anything about really, but I'll, okay. I'll take your take your word for it. Okay. That's that fair enough. They, I didn't know that they were making the decisions.
10: Oh yeah, yeah. Eventually they do, and yeah. they're 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 very uh, they're very suited for it, and they uh, they've paid the dues, right?
0: Uh, I w- I guess so.
10: Okay, yeah, makes sense.
0: Well, I mean,
10: uh oh, what?
0: what 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 what's going on?
10: Oh no, what? He's here.
0: <laughs> Who's here? Oh, no, he looks really mad. Who? Toby. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking to Toby. Look, I gotta come clean on something. Uh
10: Uh-huh. Well, I haven't been exactly truthful
0: to You know, I I had a bad feeling about this whole thing. You did? Uh, Yeah, because it just seemed a little too convenient that... Well... Okay, what, why? What? What? What exactly happened here, Sheldon? Hang, hang, hang on.
10: Let me let me get into a different room. Look, i i told uh, I told Toby that this interview was canceled. Yeah, I told him that this morning. So when you called, you know, I I could pull this deceitful shenanigan game with you in an effort to hype my writing career. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, I, I guess Toby must have been listening to your program tonight on his CB radio, and yeah. now he, he he must have found out about my deceitful shenanigan game.
0: Shenan? He you said shenanigan game twice. Is that like an actual phrase for, for a thing?
10: It, it's a it's a a, a title I've copywritten.
0: Uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So you yeah. cop? How much did it cost to copyright just a title? Like dollars. Well, how much? Six thousand. dollars
10: So it costs. Yeah, it's more to copyright the
0: the title. Wait, so when you copyright these movies, it's a thousand dollars for the script and the title. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you get like you actually save. You would have been better off writing a screenplay called Shenanigan Game. Yeah. And copywriting it. I'm just glad that my my wife is a U.S. senator. Uh huh. Okay, I didn't know that. That's yeah. I guess notable that. But- Toby, oh no! What what is what
10: is that sound? Found me. What is that? It's Toby's hoverboard. He he invented this this new hoverboard, and he's circling me, and it's
0: terrifying. He's he's circling you on a hoverboard right
10: now.
1: Oh
0: Oh, my god!
10: He looks so mad.
0: Uh-huh. Now he looks like Danzig
10: on the cover of whatever Danzig album he's making those fists on. His his one
0: arm doesn't have a tattoo, but the other one does, which is weird. Yeah. You'd think those would be more evenly distributed. Toby, no. No, Toby, no, please. Please, I love you.
1: In the name of David Mischovich, please, no. Huh?
0: So many sounds! Oh no! Oh no! No! Wait, is that a? That's a,
10: a. Oh no! There's
0: two horns. Yeah, Toby's hoverboard has two horns. Did you say in the name of David Miscavige? Yeah, yeah. Ah, we're Scientologists. Don't make fun of us. I'm not. I didn't know. What was that? Oh no!
1: He's got lasers. Oh. Well. Look. Ah! Oh no! No! Oh my God! No, Toby! No! I thought you invented that laser for fun, not vengeance.
0: Oh my God! What sound!
1: Movies!
0: He's gone. I hope he's okay. Jeez. That was... Oh, boy. Oh, Toby. You gotta go easy on your pops there, Toby. I don't know what that was. All those... (laughs) He had two horns and then a hoverboard and then a laser. You ever hear anything like that, Mike? I think that might have been the first Scientologist who called. Look, I'll talk to a Scientologist every every show. Somebody wants to call. Tell me all about uh all about, I didn't watch that documentary yet. I gotta I I gotta watch that thing. Going clear. If the movie you've selected is going clear, press one now. If the movie you've selected is montage of heck, press two now. You imagine montage. I can't watch that thing. Kurt Cobain document. I'll watch. I'll watch it. I don't know why I'm like. I can't watch that thing. I'll watch it. I'm being told that the hotline has uh, is is now has reached a new level of hotness with this guest that is on the line. No more low class nobodies calling the show. This is an actual famous person. Uh, do we have? Let's uh, is, not
11: go crazy. Let's let's let's
7: not go crazy. I I still think maybe mid level famous would be fine for an
0: intro. Mid level famous. Okay, mid. We have a mid level famous person. Nice, nice. Who is the host of WTF mm-hmm. and the star of his his television show, Marin? What if nobody could get? What if there's somebody still saying saying like, I don't know who who is it? Well, you didn't you didn't say the best part. On IFC On I... that's what they're gonna
7: that's what they're that's when they're gonna say, Oh, I don't get IFC. Yeah,
0: See? just yeah. Just My father It's my Mark Marin uh, thank you. I'm sorry, was I interrupting
7: the intro? No My no. father said, uh, So you got a new season, huh? I guess I gotta find someone on Netflix. My father said that. <laughs> gotta find someone on Netflix when it's on that in a year. He's okay. got it. Yeah, I'm not complaining, but I just want to make sure we understand. Uh, uh, we all understand our position in the world. I'm out. I'm in back of Largo right now. I'm outside, Tom. Okay. I'm outside Largo. I'm coming to you from the street. I'm on a show, Tom Papa show. It's a variety show. Uh, I just rehearsed a sketch, a uh, radio show style sketch mm-hmm. uh, with the other performers. One, who's who's on the show? All right, Tim Minchin, me. Melissa, I don't know, Matilda, I she's an if I don't remember her name. Uh, Kirk Fox and Dane Cook. Dane Cook's on the show. And right now, I'm standing, I'm touching Dane Cook's black Lamborghini. <laughs> I'm now touching it as I'm talking to you. And listen, listen, right now, I'm running my key along the side oh. of Dane Cook's Lamborghini. So I don't want any of your listeners to tell, but fuck this guy, am I right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, look, he's got a he's got a, a Lamborghini. He's uh, he's fancy. He does five hour sets at the right. What does he do? Five hours? He goes like somebody's getting ready to go on, and then all of a sudden he hey Dane's here. And it's like well, I guess yeah. I should just go home now. Then
7: yeah, I used to hate that. I, I've seen that happen before. I don't go to that club. You know, I haven't seen him in a while, and uh, I don't think I'm gonna. You know, I don't know where this car is like a Batmobile, dude. It's like, I don't, like, here's the funny thing about it is I'm walking across the street with my girl from dinner and I see a black Lamborghini. There's an accident right out in front of you. Black Lamborghini pulls up to the intersection and out loud I went, gross. That's gross. Uh-huh, and it was. And I look in this day and I'm like,
0: oh, dude, you can park around back. Just park around back.
7: Yeah, you're just, right after, uh, gross.
0: yeah. No, it, it look, I never understood, uh, with cars, I've always just had a car that is just like, Will it not break down, please? Can I Exactly know that I exactly. won't be on the highway with steam pouring out of the hood and everybody looking at me as they drive past? Like there's but, just yeah,
7: well we can just walk two cars down, Tom, to my car. This is a let's have a look. Let's take a walk around. There's a two thousand and six Camry mm-hmm. with uh, with no extras. There's a, a hole in the front bumper that I, I don't even know how that happened. I don't know what you could hit that would cause a puncture wound to a bumper. Somehow or another, the light casings have now got a yellow tint on them from age. Uh, the entire side of, of the passenger side is scraped because I don't know how to park in my driveway. And on the back, it's dented so the trunk doesn't open pop- properly because some woman hit me in a Mercedes SUV. I brought it to the insurance guy. And I don't know if I'm going to fix it. They sent me a check recently Mm -hmm. for like $1,200 to fix it. And I don't think I'm going to fix it. I'm going to go old school and maybe lowball and get uh, someone, you know, who can't really fix it well to fix it and save $600 and buy myself two pairs of pants.
0: Yeah, look, I I get it. Because, look, it's a 2006 car. At what point are you going to be just like, it's like, okay, you just get the thing back on the road. It's not like you're going to have the car forever at this point. You just get it back on the road and you run it into the ground a little bit, and then you get then you get rid of it. Right,
7: but the thing with these things, they know they never die. These cameras,
0: never. And
7: I've been, my mother is, she's like, "Why don't you get a new car?" And I'm like, "Why? This one runs, and I don't have to worry about it." That's the thing. You but you spend money on things, Tom, and you worry about them. If you don't spend money on them, who cares? You know what I mean? This thing will run forever. It stinks inside, but it's, I I got to be honest with you. I have been embarrassed. At valet situations, mm-hmm. uh, when I go to a high-end event of some kind, and I roll up in my water-spotted, uh, what was <laughs> once silver-gray, it's kind of faded into something horrible. Yeah. And, and that's when you really know why people get good cars, is when you're pulling it up at some awards dinner, and, you, you know, you're behind three limos, and Dane Cook's Lamborghini, and you hand your keys to the valet, who, you just know by the look on his face uh, that you're kindred spirits, yeah, but, yeah. but also he's judging you.
0: It's like a bad. It's like a bad movie, like that. You just like a like a. I don't know what it's like a teen comedy or something like where you pull up in the the bomber of a car, and then yes, yes. and then you just like everybody sees you getting into the thing, and you're just like the, the door's stuck. I can't yeah. <laughs> it just if you jiggle right. it you can get yeah, the yeah. just shake the key in the ignition, it'll turn and, and you just And, and
7: you get right, and you go back you go into the event and for whatever reason they you come out after and they haven't been able to park your car. And it's like been out front the entire time as people well dressed people just work around it and look at it as a relic from another time.
0: Yeah. And it would just have that one thing where it just kicks that one like boom like that one that one kind of like exhaust kick as everybody's standing mm-hmm. around just to for emphasis.
7: Yeah, right. Like the guy gets in the pocket and it starts like you know farting out liquid, <laughs> like uh like like the love bug when when they gave didn't they give like hot chocolate to the love bug or something, and it just sort of just started like farting out liquid. Yeah, as, that. It, yeah, as but it, I do appreciate the fact that you see my life as some sort of you know far down the line, very you know. Sad teen comedy, like that, that. That's what I'm living in is a, some sort of horrendously dark teen comedy that's cast only with adults.
0: But we that's all have life. those moments where we have the thing that we don't, where we don't decide. It's like, oh, that's the thing. I'm not going to spend. Uh, I'm not going to break the bank on that thing. So, but there's other things. Well, when it comes to it, it comes to a turntable. You you take care of business with that, and you.
11: Oh. I was there today dude I was there
7: that's not that's not going great that I can't say I can't put that in the good idea column that's not in the plus <laughs> column me and my my equipment yeah. it's been it's just been horrible yeah. I I just resolved something today with that like
0: I, I, I thought the one the of the funniest thing. I thought one of the funniest things is I went over uh, your house uh, uh, and you were it was like some it was like some Twilight Zone thing where you would have been like the only thing I want is if people would just send me records, and that would make me so happy. And then the <laughs> records started showing up, and now you're like, now you're because you, you go to your house, you're just like, you like this? What's this? I have three of these. You want one? <laughs> just like it's good, but I have three of them. Take one. You're like, <laughs> and then I ask you like, how about these guys? You ever heard of? Yeah. You ever heard of Jelly? And it, yeah, and it was, but it you had like. 70 records to go through just like okay i have this guy apparently sent me everything he's ever put out okay i have seven of his albums okay just like you're getting entire discographies sent to you now right
7: right but but then i ask you if you've ever heard of him and you're like no
0: yeah like no i don't know i have no idea who that is because and if and if you don't know who it is
7: Nobody well, knows who it is, well, well, but in my but in my brain, I'm like this. This might be the guy. This might be the gem. This might be the overlooked thing that, like, 20 years from now, people are going to be like, "That guy only made three of those." Yeah, how did you get
0: them? Yeah, and you gave yeah, it. Yeah. to someone who came by. <laughs> you just gave it to him. Yeah, it's just like it's just... that. But that's the catch with that stuff is that you. That's the trap. You can never get out of that trap because what if it's like that? What if it's a, and it, well, there's no escaping what if.
7: Yeah, but I'm I'm trying not to do that. You know, I'm, I'm really trying. You know, not to do that. Like I listen to everything I get at least once. I try to process it. Some things I I don't get the first time, and and those people are going to take the hit. That's going to be bartered material. Like like I get records. I listen to them. I like, no, I don't know. I don't know if I need this on album. You know, I'll take the download card, and then I'm going to go use these to barter for other records. You
0: yeah. Know? Well, look, and uh, you didn't you can't be on the hook for everything that everybody sends you and, and and that. Well look, this is what I want to ask. When does your, your show starts this week? That's what When does Ma- yeah. Marin starts when? Thursday. Thursday. On IFC. Thursday night. On IFC at
7: uh, I don't know, nine and ten, something like that. And uh it's very funny. But here let me just tell you though. Okay. I was at the stereo place today because like I had that rogue audio amp i had problems with it and rogue audio refused to admit that there was a problem with the amp and i kept sending it back to rogue it was a nightmare and all i wanted was to have this beautiful experience with this amp and it just turned into this nightmare so then like finally and i don't know if this is on the you know plan of the high-end audio i you know i go for the big one you know i go for well not big big not a million dollars but i spent some money on a nice amplifier the macintosh stuff Mm -hmm. and then that thing If something goes wrong with that it doesn't sound right I'm going, like, it's just the bane of my existence. I went in there today with my, with my new app and I said, give me the one that you have on display, cause when you lent me that before, it sounded right, and I think there's something wrong with this, and if you can't find anything wrong with this, then you can keep it in the store, cause yeah, I'm yeah. taking this one, cause I know I'm happy with this. And, and I, you know, and I don't like you people. I don't, I don't like what you've done to me, and then I don't, and I'm not taking responsibility for it. I believe. That these tubes would have the answer for me, and they did not, and I knew that was my biggest fear in life—that they would not, and I secretly knew they would not. But I feel a little better. I listened to uh, I listened to Rod Stewart's second album on the Loner,
3: mm-hmm. and, which I'm going
7: to make my own, and it sounded terrific, you know. And then I I listened to um, what did someone just send me? I listened to uh, uh, Ellis Fitzgerald record, and I thought that was terrific. So today I, everything is resolved, wise. I just wanted to get that in because I knew people were concerned. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so my show, uh-huh. my show is starting on Thursday, and it's funny. This is the funniest season, and I'd be first. I'd be the first to tell you if it was just okay, but I think I finally, I think I finally got a groove going.
0: And it, you did. What did you do? Ten episodes this year. 13, Thirteen. Thirteen. They're they're piling up now. You're actually putting a body of work together, episode wise, with this. Mm-hmm. You've got a real. You've got a real run going here. Who's, what, this season, who, who's, who's on this season that, that, uh, who, who's exciting? Look, the exciting thing is that you're on it. That's the exciting thing. Mm-hmm. That's what gets you in the door. The other stuff is, uh, wh- the window dressing. Is Andy Kindler on this season? Andy Kindler will try, uh, to play my friend Andy again, okay. reprising mm-hmm. the role of Andy.
7: Dave Anthony plays uh, Dave,
3: mm-hmm. who is not
7: exactly like Dave Anthony, though Andy Kimmer is exactly like Andy Kimmer. Dave Anthony's a little psychopathic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whitney Cummings okay. plays a pal for a couple of episodes. Okay. And who else? Oh, the first episode, Elliot Gould plays himself. And Alex Rocco plays uh, another guy. I don't want to tip it too much. Sure. But Alex Rocco, who played Mo Green in The Godfather, mm-hmm. plays an old agent, and he's brilliant. It's a very funny bit of business. Constance Zimmer is in the first one as well. A, a comics playing themselves this season. Maria Bamford, Maryland Rice, Cub, uh, Patton Oswalt, uh, CM uh, C, uh, um, you know, Punk, Punk. Is that mm-hmm. it? CM Punk. CM Punk. The wrestler. Yeah. yeah. The wrestler and Cole Cabana. they do a, an episode. And hmm. Mm.
0: Do you so ever wish with starting. wrestling? You know, I know you you were not. I was not into wrestling when I was a kid, so I'm not into it now. And I know you. No, weren't. I was never
7: into it. But I became friends with Cole Cabana because he started a podcast modeled after mine for the wrestling world. Mm-hmm. And we became friends, and he explained wrestling to me. and Then he introduced me to Punk, and I became friends with Punk. And I sort of respect the show business element, but I, I don't know a lot about wrestling. But in one episode, CM Punk agrees to uh, to train me, and and the comedy ensues. Tom, can mm-hmm. you just see it, huh? Me being trained by guys in shape. Come on, that's never been done before. I'm uh, breaking. I'm breaking ground.
0: Are you in an ill-fitting onesie? <laughs> <Like> a,
7: <laughs> no, like... it's a snug onesie. A snug onesie. Mm-hmm. Tight. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm in shorts and boxing gear. It's funny. It goes a different place. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to sell myself short. I no, think I that don't. all the stories are are very funny.
0: And you got funny people working on it. You got a uh, uh, who's it? Jerry Stahl has written for the show.
7: Yeah, he was on staff this year. The great Dark Prince, Jerry Stahl, uh, one of the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the narco wizards, uh, of, uh, of the page and a close friend of mine, uh, uh, you know, he wrote this, uh, this year. It was great having him. He's, uh, he's got a whole new, uh, relatively chipper disposition and he, he laid out some good stories. Uh, yeah, Dave Anthony also wrote, uh, wrote on the show. Um, Michael Jam and Siebert Glarum, they, uh, they were, uh, King of the Hill guys and they mm-hmm. did a few other things They're the runners. Sean Russell was in the room. Sean Russell, uh, who I man. know,
0: I know Sean Russell. I've known him for a long he loves time. You. He's a very yeah. nice guy. He's been very he gave me a tour when he worked on uh, one of the, the lots. He drove me around in a golf cart on the uh, the Gilmore girls set and I had never I've never seen Gilmore Ooh. girls. So I'm Ooh, sure lucky you people were yeah. like you got the yeah. I, like. I'm just like. I don't know. it Was like a house. I think we looked at or something. And mm-hmm. for other pe- people who like worship the show, would be like, "Did you see the? Boob-? It's like I don't know. There was like a porch. I think I saw. And <laughs> yeah, they,
7: there's a couple rooms where they they acted in. They acted in the in these rooms. Yeah. You know, one of them was like a, yeah, like a restaurant. Is there a restaurant?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there was like a cafe or something. Yeah, and, a cafe. <laughs> yeah.
7: And then the the lady with the kid is you know rehearsing things
0: yeah and i was just like i didn't know what i was like look- i do i always like looking at sets though like that's one of my favorite things it's just like the artifice of of sets i think is one oh, yeah, of the most yeah, fascinating it's like, it's, things it's, ever
11: it's, it's very exciting
7: you know i i find myself like i'm about to go on stage here at largo mm-hmm. and you know it's a theater and like you know I, i've gone to like you know sometimes i don't really realize it as deeply as i should that I'm in show business mm-hmm. and there's no weirder moment than, you know, sort of waiting to go on stage and just being backstage and whatever weirdness is going on. And just the, the sort of the, 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 kind of like working element of like, like if you go on stage, like you're waiting at, at Letterman and you're just standing back there with this, you know, and, and you're like, so this is it. And, and then all of a sudden you're out in, in front of everything and it's in lights, camera and it's show I get that feeling all the time. And with sets, it's the same thing. You're like, this
0: is where we lie to people. <laughs> and for me, yeah, yeah. I, I it, the things I get to work on, I always feel like happy, like, uh, like I, I was, I've been working on something the last couple of weeks and it's just like the first day I was so happy. I was just like, oh, I wasn't sweaty on the first day, like. I went right, in right. like I didn't like I thought they'd be like man eh, maybe there's one day of sw- sweatiness and then I'll calm down, but it's like ooh even the first day I didn't sweat and I was, Gee, I was Tom that's a big day I was that's so proud problem. of yeah. myself that I was sitting I think everyone's proud of you
7: there's no sweat day that's yeah. a you know you had to write that down <laughs> I know you that make
0: note of that <laughs> I was in the no, room but like sets, yeah
7: yeah it's so weird though with with sitcom sets because you know like it's it's very strange the banter the the kind of bullshit can I say that now on your
0: show well we try not to curse but uh for you you're you're uh I'm gonna let you do I, what you want to do
7: I took, well, I took liberty because I, I felt I felt the freedom for a second I was sort of like Tom's in mean, his own we, ship.
0: but we still run, there, like it's still it's we try to run a PG show is what we try to do here I don't if it happens it happens but I'm not I don't get twisted about it you know you don't I get mean?
7: on the phone or or have the you know, your producers say like, "Hey, you know, feel free to push the envelope language wise." No, we're we don't. We're... We're... Mm.
0: No, not. I think we... that's
7: a good. I think that's a good call because I think everybody who gets the the freedom to do that, it's it, it, it's less impressive. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you like you know, like Howard or even Bill Maher when they were on terrestrial or on you know Comedy Central, you're like, "Well, there's a craft in having to honor you know the." uh the code of television and radio, sure, he, 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 yeah, and then you know once you just get the freedom, there's no, there's no end to it. There's, you know, before long, you know, fluids are being discussed, and, and you know,
0: and the, yeah, exa- and then it's just a matter of can you top this? And then there's just, there's just no right. going back ever again. And, and that's and how, and, and that's
7: how you, that's how morning radio was invented.
0: Exactly, and then <laughs> then when you hand the keys though, when you hand that ru- that playbook to dummies. Then you end oh, up, dude, yeah, dude. I I
7: was in Cleveland and I went to do a radio show and there were half naked people running around, and uh, and I and I'm like, what's going on? And one guy like was excited and he was in his underwear. He says, "We're about to shoot the puke cannon," and I'm like, "This has got to be the end of things somehow."
0: <laughs> that is like I thought. I thought when that person died from drinking water that they made that one person. I thought it was like, well, that ends that horrible chapter in I in guess. America that someone they ba- two morning guys basically murdered someone for for uh red hot chili peppers tickets and so they uh i thought it was like well yeah that won't happen anymore and then it's still just like it's still now it's like people are just trying to figure ways around it now
7: Dude they, they they worked on it for weeks it was like a it was like a, a leaf blower that they had put a funnel on top of and the idea was that they were that one guy was going to drink a bunch of milk vomit into the funnel and it would shoot into another guy's face and mouth and and ultimately what I just like I couldn't even imagine like what, what was the meeting that were sort of like we got it we got yeah. it this yeah. is it. And, and, and of course, it didn't work, and it just sprayed, like, it exploded puke all over the ceiling in the studio. And I had to do an interview in, like, a closet, because the guy's like, sorry, the puke cannon didn't work. Well, just, I mean, some, you know, yeah, in my yeah. mind, <laughs> just, like, practically speaking, you know, I think you would get the same effect in terms of how it's going to resonate with people if the guy just vomited right into the other guy's mouth. I don't know why you needed a machine. I think you should, you know, stay, you know, stay organic with this stuff. Yeah,
0: cut out the, yeah. It's like John Henry, man versus machine. It's like... Mm-hmm. Let's keep it simple here, guys. Like John Henry yeah, <laughs> against the against the Iron Horse or whatever he was <laughs> yeah, just, squared off just, against. Just
9: this machine serves so, so no purpose in the practical world. You know, just
7: us just, stick with the vomit exchange. <laughs> That's all we're looking for
0: here. Yeah, and as badly as I, felt, I feel for you with that, I just think about the guy who's got to come in and play records from 10 to 2 and is just like... <laughs> Oh, like, these guys! Are you talking about the, the in the time machine studio? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's just, yeah. There, well, there is. Uh, <laughs> uh, what a, yeah.
7: Oh, is, a play. I, I love playing records. Did you go to the big record fair? I, I, was,
0: I did not get to go to this one. I, 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 uh, I have a lot of records, Mark, and I just there's a point where it's like I need to just enjoy some of these rather than getting yeah, more I, of them.
7: Yeah, I'm trying to enjoy, you know, I forget, you know, I just bought a third, you know, you, 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 like, I guess it wasn't the first signs that you're too much, you get too many, you're in a record store and you're like, ooh, and you spend $30 on a record and you get home and you already have two of them. That's, yeah. that's when you know you're not really enjoying your hobby anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then you realize there's that point where you also realize it's like, wait, I can listen to this more than once. And it's not a race for me to listen to all of them one time. I can play yeah. I can play one yeah. of them as much as long as I want until it wears yeah. out rather than just over and over again. Because now yeah. it's like, okay, listen to that one, put it in a listen to pile. Alright, what do we got? Just give me the next one. I'm gonna start burning yeah. through these things. I gotta get these yeah, things off my plate. Like it's a job all of a sudden. Like I can get I, get I can do this. this. <laughs> yeah. So you would have been so proud of me. You wouldn't believe all the records I listen to, it's like, it's just like, wait, no, that wasn't, <laughs> yeah. at, you, were, you were not at work with that. <laughs> right, but then you put one on
7: and you're like, you ever get that thing where it's like, I really need to listen to this thoroughly <laughs> because I haven't really processed this album yet? And then, like, you go outside, you go into the kitchen, you go in the back, and you realize you've missed your songs. You're like, ah, yeah. oh, damn it. You know, and then you got to put those songs back on. Like, you, you're like, you've yeah. you missed a. Didn't do your job properly. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's just it's this compulsion to just be like I need to track every second of this. It's like it used to be. It was just on, and then you walk in, and you walk out, and right. Oh yeah, that was good. No, oh no, maybe no. I'll play no. it again because you only had fifteen of them. Right. And yeah. it was like ah, don't worry, I'll play it again. I'm gonna play this one five thousand times. And but now it's just this thing like. Look, I need to hear this thing beginning to end so I can just check it off and put it in the listen to pile (laughs) and I can just say what I thought about it. And I, because of this other thing, if I don't weigh in on these other ones, it's really, yeah. I, 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 I
7: I think Uh, it's great. Yeah, you're having a, that sounds like you're having a a wonderful hobby for
0: you. Oh, it's very, it's, it's very just life affirming when you're (laughs) just like. Well, this is awesome that I found a prison to be yeah. like. Oh, wait, I'm the I, I'm running the prison and the prisoner. <laughs> it's like yeah. and the prison walls are LPs. Yeah, just and it, shelves of LPs. Yeah, just being boxed in by a thing that it's like. Oh no, but you love this is. It would be like if if like it's like no these walls are things you love. Yeah. It's like yeah yeah so well so uh, this this week Thursday yeah. Yeah. IFC, right? The shows, uh, Marin th- third third season or fourth season? I can't even third season. third season. Yeah,
7: third season did thirteen, and uh, I I can vouch for them. You know, I know the guy in charge, and they're funny.
0: Yeah, and you 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 definitely uh, ever It always takes us. St- ever the fir- But to, the leap between the first season and the second season was was uh, considerable. I thought I thought you guys got a lot. Like you got your legs. Well, you know, you.
7: I I knew going in, dude. I knew. That there was going to be a learning curve. Like, I'd seen enough of my peers, you know, do that first season, and, you know, we're clunky actors, we mm-hmm. got to figure some stuff out. And, like, and I, I let myself have that. I knew there was no way that I was going to avoid that, and I knew that, you, you know, I was all in, and I was doing the best I could. But, yeah. like, I'm very happy that there was a nice jump in quality on all levels in the second season. And this one, I think we're actually having a good time. I mean, don't, you know, don't tell everybody, but, mm-hmm. but I had a pretty good time.
0: Good. Good, you deserve to have a good time, Mark Marin. Thanks, Tom. So when do you go on at uh, at Largo? What is? Well,
7: Kirk Fox just drove up in his old Honda, so we're we're kind of on the same page with that. I think we I got to do a sketch out of the gate. What time mm-hmm. is it? Uh, we're probably starting now. I'm going to go in.
0: Okay. Um okay. Are you good? I am good. Thank you for checking in. I appreciate it. And uh, let's do it more often. I think yes. we, I think we have nice conversations. I love Sometimes talking to you.
7: I know we have a nice time. I love talking to you. I get some good laughs, and you know, I like listening to you. And I'm happy that you've got the show up and going. I was thrilled about the box set that I still have to, you know, upload into my. Like I have a lot of listening to do with the old stuff, and you know, I'm going to get caught up with Tom Sharply and I'm going to come to you with a review of the box. Okay, uh, in a couple
0: weeks. I would love that. Well, thank okay, you, Marty. Look, you have a great night. I'll talk to you later, buddy. Okay, buddy. Okay, Bye. Take care. Bye. You got Mark Maron checking. How about that? What do you think of that, Mike? Yeah. And the box set, by the way, the Sharpling and Worcester box set, today's the day it came out. Today, it's officially out now. Finally. It's in stores. Go to your record store and get it. You can always order it online, numerogroup.com, but it's in stores now. 16 CDs, Hardcover book, posters, posters, and uh, uh, it's got a USB uh, that has all the stuff on it, and about four extra hours of stuff. It's really the culmination of everything that uh, we have done professionally uh, on the show, and and uh, uh, and I'm super proud of it. And it is there for you to go get. Now it is out. Out, I tell you. Grab it. And it's a a good deal, too. Get your bucks. And we will be in Nashville this Saturday at Third Man Records, Sharpling and Worcester, live. The show will be recorded for a live album. Go pick it up. Pick it up. Now, live album's not out for a long time. But uh, go if you're in Nashville, you gotta come see us. So who knows when we'll be back in Nashville? I don't know when that's gonna happen. But you have a chance to see us live this Saturday. Go to thirdmanrecords.com and get your tickets. We can. Uh, there's only a few tickets left. I know it's very close to selling out. So don't, don't snooze, man. You snooze, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear. I didn't, I couldn't get tickets to the show. I thought I could get them when I went to the box office. Eh, you dunce. Get there. Nashville, this Saturday. Sharpling and Worcester live. Don't miss it. And also, I believe we will be on uh, 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 Late Night with Seth Meyers this uh, Thursday. Good heavens, what's that going to be like? That's exciting. We will be on Late Night with Seth Meyers Thursday. Watch that on NBC It's dumb, Muppet. The Muppets have a show coming. Like they announced all the new shows, and it's like, oh, the Muppets are back. If you've ever wanted the Muppets to be run by one of the Big Bang Theory guys, your dream has come true. Because one of the uh, one of the the guys behind. The uh, Big Bang Theory is is bringing the Muppets back to your television. And you know what I love about it? It's on Tuesdays at 9. We're here Tuesdays at 9 before this Muppet thing starts, and we will be here after it gets canceled. And that will definitely get canceled. Muppet. What are the, what are the Muppets going to do on this? Do an AMA on Reddit? What, like updating the Muppets? Oh yeah, do you see the Muppets? They uh they got their LinkedIn profile up. Yeah, uh Fonzie Bear got his uh, LinkedIn profile going. Yeah, Kermit the Frog is uh he's doing an AMA on I could not ima- could you imagine oh like oh, who didn't get who didn't get enough of that, right? Muppets. Really? Muppet, like, what are they going to do that you haven't seen already? They did 800 episodes of The Muppet Show. They did 40 Muppet movies. That last Muppet movie, they, they couldn't trick people into the theater to see it. Muppets, ironically, it was called Muppet Most Wanted, right? And it was Least Wanted. That's the ironic thing. No one wanted it. Most Wanted. And it was like some thing where like the Muppet, I, 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 the plot was like, there was like a missile or something going at like, do they live in like Muppet land? I don't even know the origin of them. Is it like, they're not in the real world, right? It's like Muppet. I look, I used to love the Muppets, loved it. I loved Fonzie bear more than anybody on earth has loved Fonzie bear. I'm the biggest fan of that bear. Miss Piggy, not exactly my thing. Gonzo, maybe the worst character in the history of uh, of creation. When we do the worst the hundred hundred worst fictional characters of all time, oh man, get ready when uh, get ready when uh, uh, when they get uh, get Gonzo on there, put him in the top twenty. It's like the Jackie Earl Haley of of puppets. Gonzo. Not into it, man. Now, an adult. More. Uh, I'm in favor of it, though. If you if you love it, God bless you. You will watch it all day long, Muppets. You watch watch the Muppets go and uh, have watch watch uh, uh, the Swedish Chef uh, start a. Uh, uh, what, what, I don't even know what he you do, an Instagram account? Because they're going to update, they're going to make it, like, current. So I guess what, a Muppet gets a hybrid car or something? I mean, what are they going to do, update it? Get, get them hanging out with... Uh, But what's the what's that cat's name? Bub Rub. What is that? Little Bub, Lil Bub. These Muppet people, man, they are mad at me on on Twitter. These Muppet people don't like it. What if this Muppet show is like a thing to just like profile people? Like it's like a government plan. They see who watches the Muppets And then they uh, they put you on a list It's very possible Look out Muppet fans You're on lists now Throw you in the Muppet camp Right? Right Mike? You a Muppet fan? Now, nah, Mike doesn't like the Muppet But look Mike doesn't like anything Who's your favorite Muppet? What? Herman? There's no Muppet named Herman. Mike said Herman the Frog. His name... I swear, this guy. Herman the Frog. Herman. He knew his name wasn't Herman. He's goofing on me. Herman the Frog. Look, I... Uh, you muppet, I'm bu- I'm busting your chops, Muppet people. I hope I hope this Muppet thing. You know what I hope? A year from now, I hope I got to eat some crow and be like, you know what, guys, you guys are right. This Muppet show is is amazing, and I've come around on it. And I was wrong. If if I get to say to you, I was wrong about the Muppet show, that'd be the greatest day of my life. I'm willing to, I hope they prove me wrong. My, my take on the Muppets. Prove me wrong, Muppets. Bill Prady. I hope when Bill Prady gets that pad out and starts writing ideas for Herman the Frog and... See, he's, Mike's got me saying it now. It's not Herman. What is it? Kermit. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I mean, what are you getting? Muppets doing Game of Thrones parodies? Right? What are they gonna do? Right? I mean, what, 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 what shows are they gonna do? What are they gonna do? Uh, God bless, like, look, again. Blow me away. I, I, the, I, the gauntlet has been thrown. Blow me away, Muppet Show. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Muppet Louie, right? Fonzie.
6: Tonight on Fonzie.
0: And they show, like, Fonzie Bear walking through, uh, the village. Right? Walking around. Fonzie, 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 Fonzie. See him at that pizza place. You uh, know, Muppets are gonna do what? Uh, Avenger uh, Age of Ultron parodies? Should I even see that? I don't know, man. Something stinks about that. I don't feel I don't have a good feeling about this Avengers movie. I, I know Dudio saw it. He was bragging that he got a ticket. He was rubbing it in everyone's face. Like, we thought, you'd think, it the way he was talking, you think it was he got a ticket to Willy Wonka's, uh it's like, they didn't make five tickets to see Avengers duo Best show, you're on the <coughs> air. How's it going, Tom? It's going all right. Who's this? My name is Fred. I'm from Honolulu. Oh, this is a quality caller. I know this guy. This is a guy. Hey, look, in the, in the spirit of honesty, though. Mm-hmm fred formerly of honolulu currently of of uh little italy this guy moves all the way from honolulu it's paradise like paradise on earth and where where does he decide to move he moves right where the san Gennaro uh festival happens he was right into the heart of the so so half the year he spends having to watch uh uh People dumping uh, Zeppeli grease on the street at two. He steps out of his apartment. He steps into uh, coagulated Zeppeli grease all over the street. He, and he's leaving paradise for this. But look, your, to you, Hawaii, Honolulu might have been what, like, uh, uh, like Little Italy would be to somebody who lives there now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you were sick of it, the palm trees and the tropical breezes and the endless sunshine and the sand and the beautiful blue water. Yeah, I hated my uh, yeah.
12: union job and living wage.
0: Yeah, and who would who wouldn't wanna who wouldn't want to uh now scramble for work while going back to a shoebox and then you have to hear uh that's a moray blasted into your window for eight months a year <laughs> and and have people fighting and barfing in front of your home <laughs> every night. No, that's, you chose a different kind of paradise.
12: I did. I, I love how my second job is to kick those people out of a comedy show or work the door. It's
0: fun. <laughs> so you... and. Fred aka Fred Zeppeli You used to be a supporter of this show. Okay. Now you're in you're on Chris Gethard's team. You jumped ship. Uh huh. It's no different than like these Twilight fans. Like I realize me and Gethard now are no different than that one wolf kid. That one wolf kid who looks like a, uh man, that kid, that kid is like almost like ugly, that one kid. He's like so handsome, but he's like one sliver away from being just like, oh boy, your thing did not add up. And I say that <laughs> as somebody that I look the way I look. I know what I look like. I am no gonna... prize. I, I know the deal. So I'm not put. I'm not putting him down from on high. That kid's a that kid's a, a hunk, right? He's a, he's, a, he's got abs of steel. That kid didn't the New York Times call you a Roman emperor? Like You'd peel onions on that kid's uh, <laughs> on that kid's abs. But he has the one thing, and then that British guy has the other thing, where he's like the it's like werewolf, the werewolf and the vampire. Like, which team are you on, right? And that's how me and Chris are, apparently. It's like, it's like, I'm the wolf, and Chris is the vampire. I don't know which one's which. I don't know. One of us is one of them, and the other one's the other one. And you used Chris. to have one shirt on that said Team Edward, and now it says Team Jacob.
12: I wore the Gort shirt to the pilot, is all I'm saying.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: You were the go. Okay, look, I, I, I'm I'm teasing you, buddy. You know I'm teasing you. <laughs> so, you're wor- Are you you're working on the Chris Gethard show? I'm
12: legitimately working right now on it.
0: It's oh, I can see. I'm sure Chris yeah. is proud of the effort you're putting in right now. <laughs> hiding in a stairwell, uh, on hold for 45 minutes. <laughs> so, so you, well, at least you're not doing something stupid like being on hold for 45 minutes and then making a documented phone call on a show that your boss <laughs> listens to please it's, no- please. it's nothing, nothing incriminating. How are things going on the show? Chris did a thing. Chris Gethard, mm-hmm. who is, uh, one of uh, my favorite people and a, a great friend and, uh, somebody mm-hmm. I admire in pretty much That's- every way you could admire somebody. I admire him. Um, he, he's starting the show on the Fusion Channel. Mm-hmm. And... May 28th? May 28th. It's the return of the Chris Gethard Show. And he did a thing yesterday, was it yesterday? Yes. Where people carried him from from where to where? Uh, Green Point
12: to uh, Midtown. Oh! <laughs>
0: and... Uh, <laughs> how How did it go i didn't get to hear how it went yet. It was three point
12: eight eight miles through two bridges <laughs> Is it' Borough still happening Alaska. no it, <laughs> we were at of schedule. It was great It was very it was like he was like uh he was kind of like uh like a psychologist for a lot of these kids like mm-hmm. he was uh he would jump on their back and then they would tell him his problems their problems mm-hmm. and then Chris would like say something reassuring or something sweet and it was like a nice metaphor where they unload this, their problems to another person while carrying
0: them. Yeah, I yeah. think it's great. And I, I look—I don't know why I doubted it because I forgot how uh, the like Chris Gethard's audience is uh, just so they're just like they're 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 just just like uh, gym rats. They're like juice heads. They're like always <laughs> oh. pumping iron, and you know. Yeah. Chris, Chris is Chris, like, "Hey, we're going to do this thing." And they're just like, "All right. Well, let me uh let me just cancel my uh I got I got a, a I got a, I'm supposed to meet with my trainer." uh uh-huh. "But I'm going to uh I'm going to cancel. I'm going to cancel this. I was really going to work my delts out uh <laughs> this afternoon <laughs> and instead I'll carry Chris across the Tappan Zee bridge."
12: Real talk. Chris like there's like a video of Chris like Strangling our producer. <laughs> Chris is like wants to fight all the time. He's very scrappy.
0: Oh, I love very. it. No, you you don't have to tell me. I just like <laughs> that's one of the reasons I, I love him so much and get along with mm-hmm. him is because his He, rage. he fights. He says he's, he's the da- he's the downtrodden. He's mm-hmm. the downtrodden. I, and me I'm too. A, me too, man. Yeah. Outside looking in. Face pressed up against the bakery window, looking, uh, in, the it, it, looking in at the, the donuts.
12: The center is always managed by the margins, though. It's always that way.
0: What? What are you, Malcolm Gladwell now? <laughs> 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 guy hangs out with uh guy working on a TV show for two weeks. He comes back. He's uh, Malcolm Gladwell Jr. <laughs> oh. The center is controlled by the margins. i i look you know you know i think i i I, you're the best uh you're the best uh fred thank you tom i almost called you fredericks that's why. that's fine i was like wait which which guy is it again is it and uh you told me when I saw you you were telling me giving me the history of the whole thing about uh howleys okay now is that an offensive just tell me is that an offense not an offensive term is it it's it's i mean is it it's not is it offensive to to uh it's, a, it's, a, it's not i mean it's the so honkies, like, right yes it is yeah but who it's, cares it's
12: definitely it's like crackers yeah
0: please they can <laughs> take thing. they they can take it.
12: You're punching up at that point. Yeah, yeah they, exactly. Which, with, they, I think they can,
0: they can hang with being uh, getting an insult thrown their way once in a while. No,
3: uh-huh.
0: and that is a, a it's a word because you from Honolulu, mm-hmm. and that's what you call the 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 the, the outsiders, right? <laughs> Who come and they just yeah. like pollute the island with their dumb, their <laughs> dumb faces.
12: I'm an outsider too, man.
0: <laughs> oh, look, I, look, we're all outsiders, but, but, but when you're, when you're on, on the, in Hawaii, and suddenly, it's like the descendants where, uh, the, where it's like, uh, George Clooney, yeah, George Clooney, uh, what's his face in that thing? Uh, you got Bo Bridges is the most ethnic looking guy in the whole movie.
12: <laughs> That's right. Like a new, uh, romantic comedy, uh, Aloha is going to be really good. It's going to be great. Well, see, th-
0: this is the thing that you might not know, Fred. Aloha. hmm It means hello and goodbye. Ah. Uh, so that's... that's I that. think they're going to have some fun with that in the movie. <laughs> I saw the trailer for that, and it's just like, what is he? He's an astronaut who, like, ends up in Hawaii. I'm like, what, who... Who's... Like, Cameron Crowe, it's Cameron Crowe's. Like, what, what? what's he writing? It's an astronaut who ends up stuck in Hawaii. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a fever dream. Like he crashes a space shuttle or something and then goes to chill out in Hawaii. These movies. Will you see that movie, Aloha? No. No? No. It's not happening. No, you'll just be like, you know what you should do? What if you did this? You go to a theater and you just walk in and you're just like, (laughs) and they're like, "Uh, excuse me, sir. You need to ticket." you're like, yeah, I'm not paying for this. I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) uh, yeah, Just like, yeah, I'm not. There's no way I'm buying a ticket. I'm not spending one cent to see this thing. I need to see it. Uh, But there's you're not. You are paying me to come see this thing <laughs> oh fred will i see you soon buddy will i see you soon yeah absolutely what else is going on with fred from honolulu nothing much man. nothing much <laughs> nothing much. hanging out is working as much as i can you're working yeah but the thing about you he is though was- you play hard also that's the thing you work hard but you play hard <laughs> I see these karaoke photos of you on Instagram. Uh, I saw a photo yeah, it, of you throwing up in one of these karaoke rooms.
12: No. I, I went 30 years working at bars and restaurants, and the first time I've ever got kicked out of a bar was in New York City. Like, I don't understand what this place is doing to me.
0: No, you're you're going to go back. Your family is going to just be like, they're going to see you, and they're just going to uh, be... You don't know how different you are now, Fred. Like, you're going to see, you're going to go back and think like, hey, it's me. And they're going to be like, you have changed so much. Do you think that's possible? No. In ways that you don't even know, though, that they're going to just be like, you're different now. New York made you very different, Fred. No. No. It's not happening. You don't think so? No. Will you? Would you ever go? Are you here for? Do you think you're here for good, or is this? Yeah, thing? man.
12: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the only way I leave this island is in a coffin.
0: I kind of love New York. Ugh, don't say that. No coffin. <laughs> I love it though. Look, you, know. you know why? You know why I love it? Why? Because I love you.
12: Oh, I love you, Tom. We know that. Someone, um. I don't know if you saw it on Instagram, but like, uh, someone sent this humongous, uh, like, print blanket to the studio because we're like incorporating like fan art and stuff into the set. Mm-hmm. And this guy made this one. He took like panels, all the, all his favorite panels from, um, the, uh, the public access years. And there's one where it's, um, uh, the, the very first episode that I ever saw on the Chris Gethard show, which was the, um, where you refereed the Gethard brothers. Oh my God.
0: Well, that's interesting. Yeah. So that's So that's how you learned about Chris Gethard. That's very interesting, Fred. And now you now you, so you you followed me there and then you just decided to stay. We're going to need you to sign a release. Okay, Fred. You're having <laughs> way too much fun. I'm sorry. No, look, look, buddy. Sorry. I I'm so glad you called. I uh. No, thanks. So. And I'm really, I I truly, all seriousness, I'm am mm. happy that you're here. I, I think it's oh, great. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. You're where you no belong.
12: Moved out there. Thank you.
0: Right? That'd,
12: yeah, that's a big deal for an immigrant man. Always feeling out of
0: place. That's great. You're where you belong. Yeah. In Little Italy. I'm going to court for my uh, shoving your way to get home. It takes you 45 minutes to walk three blocks to get to your home. And then you have people mad at you for trying to go into your home and get your mail. And they're asking you if they can come and use your bathroom when they see you going I'll, inside. I'm going to do
12: that next San Gennaro, man. I'm just going to set it up as, like, pay to use my bathroom. Or, like, this building was used for mean streets, and you can pee in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're nuts. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later.
3: No, no, no. I got, no? One, I got one for the topic. Oh, okay. One, oh, one for the topic. What do you one have? For the
0: topic. What do you have? Um, Mike Love. That's a good one. Mike Love is one of the luckiest people ever.
12: For for a long time, um, he's like the enemy of every island person. Uh, Every, like, I didn't know the Beach Boys were, I didn't know anything about the Beach Boys because they just play the worst songs ever, and then they, uh,
0: for a long time, I thought Mike Love and Jimmy Buffett was the same person. So you, (laughs) what is the song drives you nuts? Kokomo? What was that song? What was the song that drives you nuts? Kokomo? No. That... no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever hear the uh, the Beach Boys song, Hawaii? No. goes, I'm going to Hawaii, Hawaii, straight to Hawaii. Oh, do you want to come along with me? <laughs> I heard about, it's a classic like garbage Beach Boys song where my, like, I heard about, like I can sing like four, it's like a a range of like four notes. I heard about all the pretty girls with the grass skirts down to their knees all my life. I wanted to go to the island of Hawaii. The island of Hawaii. You know that one island that's Hawaii? There is an island called Hawaii. But, but yeah. That's not what he... They were getting it wrong. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things, they happened to get it right, but they just were wrong. <laughs> you think Mike Love would have been murdered by Charles Manson? was that possible? I think Charles Manson was just like, this dude's bumming me out. Like, he would go back to the family and be like, you know who gives me the creeps? Mike Love, like he'd be saying to like uh, Tex, Tex and Squeaky. You know, you know, what really makes my skin crawl. This Mike Love dude. I don't think I'm gonna go around him anymore. And this is <laughs> Manson saying this. <laughs> Manson, it's just like Mike Love is like, "Hey Charlie, you want to come over to my house? Uh, that's a pass, right?" As Manson's like, uh, that's a hard pass. Uh, thanks, but no thanks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah. Uh, TMI. Right? Manson's like, he's like, hey, you want to come by the house? We can have some, uh, some drinks and there's some girls over here. Manson's like, uh... TMI. You're Thank creeping you. out the ladies, Mike. <laughs>
8: What's that? You're creeping out the ladies, Mike. Yeah,
0: yeah, Mike. You're famous, <laughs> but you're creeping out my my brainwashed, abused cult. <laughs> All right, Fred.
6: Let's All get right, back Tom. to work. Oh, stop, night, stop,
0: man. stop! Uh, you're draining uh, Gethard's. Uh, talent pool yeah, over there is uh, he there they... now is he there still no 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 i'm working
12: i'm working remotely I'm, i okay. i i left the studio i'm working on right. well tell him i said hi tomorrow oh of course okay, yeah I'll, I'll he talk... listens to this every night we talk oh, about
0: it i, I know, a I, know. Month. I know yeah yeah i'll okay. talk to you later bye. bye good guy good guy just and just so everybody knows half hour power we're gonna just do two more minutes and then it's time for the half hour power um the best show, post show, 30 minutes of unscreened phone calls, rapid fire. We'll get the gang in here, AP Mike, Dudio. Who else, anybody else here? Pat here? Pat's here. Okay. The whole gang. we we'll get Mike to talk all about Herman the Frog. Best show, you're on the air. Hey. Hi. This, this is me. It is you. Uh, How are you? Okay.
11: Oh, um, I'm I'm great. Uh, just excited about um, Saturday. Uh, Nashville.
0: Excited about that. You're going to be there. Uh huh. Do you live in Nashville? No, I live in Lexington, Ooh, Kentucky. A little bit of a drive. Yeah. It's a little, yeah. I love it. Thank you. That's very flattering. Oh no, I mean uh, we're going to have a ball. I'm sure. It's going to be fun. Everybody should yeah. go. If, you, if you're down there, I don't know when we're coming back to Nashville to do a show, so mm-hmm. this is your chance.
11: hmm Well, I had a I had a story, if I could go. I'll try and make it quick. Sure. That's okay. Okay. Um, I thought this might be worthy of the best show. Um, I, I, I live in kind of a tall building. Okay. Um, I live on, like, the 17th floor. Mm-hmm. And... I was in the elevator with a group of people, like four people, uh, like last week. And one of them, I hate talking to people in elevators. One of them asked me, uh, how are you doing? And I said, wet, because it was raining. Mm
3: -hmm. And I really
11: didn't want to talk to anybody. And then the second guy, a shorter man, asked me, uh, would you like me to brighten your day?
3: Oh, Which I that's... thought was a
11: very weird question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I made a mistake. And you said sure. I said sure, exactly in, in that exact way. I said sure, and then that man, that person—was
0: he a flasher? Uh, what was he a flasher?
11: No, no, he was. Uh, he couldn't have done it if he wanted to. He was like he had. Uh, like beach shorts and a T-shirt on, which is odd because we're we're landlocked here. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all very uh, they were all very summery and beachy for some reason. He proceeded to beatbox at me. Okay. He beatboxed at me for I was I, I don't know how long it felt like hours. I was looking at the the floors count up uh, intently, watching them go up and hating the fact that i live so high up in the mm-hmm. sky. Yeah.
0: Um was he at least good was, at beatboxing? Was he good at it? N- you know, not
11: really. I mean, i couldn't do it, you know? Like but uh he he threw in some like some like words like for fresh, for for like it was it was very it was all embarrassing. Mhm. I'm understating that. It was very, very embarrassing. The weirdest thing was that all the other people were very into it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were, they were like, "This is a very normal thing to do to somebody."
0: That's yeah. That that to me is uncomfortable. That's horribly uncomfortable.
11: Yeah. Uh, and then, as I mean, when we got to my floor, I was I basically just beamed straight out of the elevator. As fast as I could.
0: I, I hoofed it. Okay. Is that it? Oh, okay.
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much. All right.
0: Well, thank you for the call. Guy dodged it. Finished up at the last second. Final call here on the best show. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Am I on the best show? I was uh, I was waiting for the half hour of power. Okay, well, uh, I, I'll put you uh, back on hold. Okay, thanks. Okay. We'll leave him on. That's the that's a first. It's like saying... Uh, look, I don't even care what it's like saying. It's weird. All right, everybody. Once again, the box set, the Sharpling and Worcester box set, the best of the best show, is out. It's official in stores. You can pick it up. Ask your local record merchant to get your copy. NumeroGroup.com, that's the label. 16 CDs, hardcover book, USB drive, poster, temporary tattoos, everything. It's a beautiful thing. I'm so proud of it. We worked on it forever. We're going to be in Nashville this Saturday, Sharpling and Worcester live. Special guests at Third Man. You go to thirdmanrecords.com, get your tickets, almost sold out, it is on the verge of selling out, and uh, you do not miss this show, it's going to be so much fun, and we will not be back in Nashville anytime soon to do a show, so this is your chance, Uh, we will be on uh, Seth Meyers this Thursday, so watch that Thursday night on NBC. and please realize that at the pit this saturday if you're in new york you got to go see uh, the, uh jason gore aka the dudeio yeah, the dude who built the studio with uh it's it, with, it's you and kristen yeah. and kristen Bartlett, uh the, his uh, his uh comedy partner What, is that how to introduce, is that how to fill it? Comedy partner. Look, they they did uh, uh, the uh, uh, Dead Dads Club, a great show together. Look, they talk about being married in that. I'm not blowing the lid off anything here. It's a great show. That was a great show. And they are going to do a new show called Get Real with Bridge and Tunnel with special guest... Gemma Deller, who's a psychic medium. If you're in New York, you go to the pit this Saturday at 8 p.m. And check that out. That's going to be an, an exciting new show. You can see that if you're in New York. We will be back next week. We have a lot of exciting things lined up for the month of May. So keep listening and having fun with us. And I'll talk to you next week on the way out. Let's listen to something by swivs. Uh, it's, uh, we, we heard this last week. It's, uh, put out on the, uh, unblinking ear label. I was given a uh, novella by the label manager to read here. Let me, uh, find this. I, uh, he uh, told me to read everything here or face legal. No, he didn't say that. Um, basically, this uh, Swims record you can get uh, on the Bandcamp. Right? Is it on the Bandcamp? What? It's a, it's a you know you go go to uh, uh, go to go to unblink the unblinking ear dot blogspot dot com for more information and uh, this record which is called uh, free period blood money and you can uh, you can check it out there it's it's a pay name your price download it's a name your price download so. But but don't don't be a weirdo and just uh, grab it. Pay something for it. It's a great record, and Unblinking Ear is a great label. And we are going to take a listen to this as we say goodnight. Something from Swivs. You can get this over at Unblinking dot the dot dot com. Let's hear this and everybody. Half hour power coming up in a matter of moments. Here is I Was Alive by Swivs. Good night.